It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think you're developing a full artificial instance which will the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Co-host for the evening, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal Podcast. And we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. All right, guys, this is a special show. Not just a normal special show, a special, special show, if you know what I mean. It is all Hallow's Eve. That's right, Halloween style. The Dia de los Muertos, whatever you want to call this, this is what this is. And we're doing a special show. We're talking tonight about why Halloween is great, why this is a fantastic time of the year, and of course, talking ghosts, talking aliens, talking all the things, right? Uh, the paranormal, everything in between like we always do. And uh, that's what's on deck. That's what we're doing. We're taking your phone calls tonight if you want to be part of this. We have this new setup, this new gizmo going on with uh, Restream where we can invite guests and uh, 
have have people just click the thing and just jump in here and talk. There you go. There's the way to do it. You just click the thing and then it will you'll pop you up and we can put on your on your webcam and put you on the show just like everybody else does with their uh, uh, they use it for Zoom, right? Like Zoom sort of thing. But this in particular is for streaming. So it's not uh, sort of like conference calls t- style stuff. It's for exactly what we're doing. As you can see, uh, we have a whole new setup. We got uh, the chat on the screen, which I can highlight, of course. And uh, just like so, if you guys are watching, we're not on the radio tonight because, of course, it's not part of our radio schedule. Sorry, we're a little bit late. I thought it would uh, be super quick to set this up. And it took a little longer than I anticipated because, well, that's the way the world works, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? But anyway. I ramble way too much, uh, even though it is a talk show. I beg your forgiveness for my, yeah, uh, for just, how about for being me? <laughs> and let's just say hi to James. What's up, James? Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you? I'm great. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And y- y- you're fine. I don't I don't think you ramble too much. It's, it's maybe close, but no, it's not too much. Okay. No, just kidding. Uh, but no, right. it's great to be here as always. Uh, pleasure uh, as well. So uh, if you, you guys didn't know, we just had a one-year anniversary stream for James uh, Salcedo Paranormal, his podcast, and you can find that on his, uh, actually check this out, I have this ready to go. Uh, I can just click the thing and there it is. If you want to fo- follow James's uh, uh, podcast, there it is, Salcedo Paranormal at uh, salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. I've got hotkeys now. I just like smash the button and uh, there you go. Follow. There you go. You want to follow Night Stalker? Bam, smash the button. There it is. Uh, he does a uh, show uh, Beyond the Strange. Anyway, just showing off my uh, my cool little hotkeys triggered in here that we'll set up and uh, have ready for you guys as well if you have YouTube channels and stuff. So we'll uh, we'll be able to easily plug your things directly on the stream and uh, fantastic stuff. So there we go. We'll just push the button, Salcedo Paranormal, and boom, there it is. There it is. Uh, w- welcome, my friend. Uh, having a good time so far? So far, Halloween. How how does uh let's let's start this way. I don't know. How do you how do you want to begin, man? This is just kind of a we're gonna do this kind of um, Art Bell style, right? We're we're taking ghost stories tonight. We're taking all the rest of this stuff as just as uh, people getting together and talking and uh, what uh, makes Halloween special for you, remembering Art Bell and his uh, fantastic ghost to ghost programs that would go on uh, all night, hours and hours and hours into the night on Halloween. And hopefully, uh, clearly, we're not uh, in the realm of Art Bell uh, talent wise. Well, I'll speak for myself. But uh, I think that uh, with enough people to getting together, we can hopefully try and emulate something to that effect. So that's what we're aiming for tonight, kind of just remembering the past, Halloween's past, and uh, how it's changed, uh, how you celebrate it, and all the rest of this. So, so let's start here, James. Actually, uh, I, I was asking you, well, where do you want to begin? Let's, uh, let's uh, do it that way. If you have, if, if, uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot, and if you don't want to, that's fine. I got tons of stuff to talk about. But where, where shall we begin? I think it, my favorite part, especially now, is just getting together with everyone, even if it's virtually, um, for Halloween, and just doing what we're going to be doing tonight, just talking about everything that's as uh, paranormal or supernatural or just unexplained. Um, I think, because, uh, so for the last several years, I basically, my plans for Halloween was just listening to podcasts. And that's great, but I am just really happy about tonight and everything going on tonight and being doing my own show as you said earlier and um, having you on was that was great time talking with you there and it's great to be here so i'm really hoping that from now on every year this will just be you know i'll just be on doing shows all night Uh, that's that sounds good enough to me hell yeah right and yeah so 
But no, um, I'm just I'm always interested in what people think about uh, about all this stuff as far as ghosts and all and anything strange and what what um, your favorite uh, paranormal beings are, whether it's ghosts or vampires or werewolves or whatever. You know, I I, I always like to to see what people say about this stuff. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, that's the question tonight. That's going to be the question for the rest of the evening, basically, here, as we just continue uh, talking about what we talk about, which is uh, all the things, right? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. That's what this show's about. Tonight, of course, is the special Halloween edition. So what we're looking at is what makes Halloween special to you? And so as part of that, great layer to the question there, James, is uh, what is your favorite aspect of Halloween? The, the monsters, speaking of ghosts, goblins, this, that, the other thing, uh, werewolves and uh vampires and you name it uh yeah uh, looking to hear from hear from you guys tonight and uh yeah uh, there we go uh, i was really hoping mike would have worn a costume tonight i'm sorry i have no time no time uh i, I can uh i can give you a filter if you want to do that i'll change my face to a spooky filter later on we can do that but otherwise no no costumes for me but okay so that's that's what's on my mind tonight so so actually let's start with you james uh so if uh, clearly this is your one-year anniversary of Par- uh, Salcedo Paranormal, your podcast, and uh, as a result, uh, you started it on Halloween last year. So why did you pick that? Is this some sort of a evil ritual, James? Are you trying to bewitch us with some sort of a spell you're casting through your podcast? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's the most <laughs> absurd idea I've ever heard. Uh, you know, that's... that's Okay, yeah. No, but... um. I just wanted a day that would be easy to remember for everyone, including myself, because I am very good at forgetting things. And I could see myself, if it was any other day, I could just totally blow past it and, and then realize it weeks later and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, a uh, month ago was my one-year anniversary. I, I don't, I don't want to do that because this is... Um, I've made so many friends, and I have so many friends and family that that support me in my show, and I want to make sure that it can be um, for everyone and everyone can enjoy it and celebrate being being together for that long every year as the years go on from now and uh, so that's why I did that so okay so so the uh, rumor there's no truth to the rumor that this is some sort of evil ritual of uh, you're you're taking over the world I, I was told that tipped off but uh, I thought I'd confront you on air about it and uh, no, no truth to the rumor Absolutely no truth at all. I don't know, you know, I don't know who's spreading rumors. I, I, I wouldn't trust them, you know. I mean, that's, that's what do they call that? Uh, fake news, I think. Fake uh, news. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I never do anything evil. Me, no. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, this is this is uh, what we were talking about on uh, James's show just a little while ago. If you guys uh, missed it, I was actually on uh, Salcedo Paranormal on that podcast just uh, at 6 p.m. about a little over an hour ago, and we had a hell of a time. And I was uh, waiting for James to roast me a little bit, and he didn't. He was way too professional, so I thought I'd just lowbrow and roast him right off the bat. So, uh, happy anniversary to your uh, to your podcast, my friend. Uh, as we uh, as we continue talking about crazy stuff. Okay. So so the, the what about that then? So. Clearly, there no truth to that rumor. But then, what about you? Let's let's begin with you, and why? Uh, what is your favorite monster? Uh, your favorite Halloween, whatever it happens to be, whether it's a ghoul, ghost, goblin, uh, you name it. Uh, uh, surely, you have a favorite, don't you? Well, just because of what I'm into, it's always been ghosts. But um, I I do admit that 
the whole vampire werewolf thing has always been interesting to me in, in terms of I, I, we mentioned this before in previous shows um, I, I really enjoyed the first uh, Underworld movie the idea of these different uh, species being on, on the planet at the same time as everyone else is just you know I love that idea and uh, the way that, that regular people in that movie were just in the background I just thought that was really interesting so yeah, those two those two are really interesting to me, especially the vampire thing because there's supposedly you know different kinds of vampires, and I think that's interesting and so many variations on the idea of it, just going around the world and going far far back in time, which I think is interesting too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I kind of like that that mythology there with um, with uh, uh, the whole the the lichens and the vampires and that whole that whole battle between that whole uh, that that thing in uh, Underworld. Is is it Underworld? Is that the name of the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm having a having one of those moments because I'm trying to do too many things at the same time. But okay, uh, but yeah. So I I I dig that a lot. I I think if you're, I think if you have to pin it to me, uh, so I'm not. It's a lot less fun talking about them because there's there's so sort of one dimensional, um, you know. Other than like we've done it before on this show, but I think I kind of like the idea and the mythology of vampires in general, uh, not necessarily the blood drinking, but sort of just how they're um, you know kind of been romanticized as this. Um, you know, suave, undead. You know what I mean. It's kind of like the anti-zombie sort of situation. Uh, it, so if I'm if I'm picking one, it's got to be the vampire of sorts. Which, by the way, which is why I thought that um, uh, the uh, that Midnight Mass show was so incredible because uh, it, it's definitely sort of a new spin on the the vampire in that whole genre. So kind of had me thinking in terms of that. But um, but yeah, that's that's where I stand. What's up, guys? I see you in the chat. We'll we'll say hi in just a sec. Um, James is not reading the chat tonight. Uh, but uh, I'm going to read some to him so he can respond to you guys. Uh, so if you have questions or anything, as usual, just type them in the chat and we'll keep on trucking here and talking about all kinds of stuff like we always do. It is a special show tonight. It is Happy Halloween. I realize many of you probably have plans and are, you know, maybe not here or the other thing or whatever else, but that's okay. We're going to keep on doing our thing. We're going to talk about this and we'll go as long as you guys are interested. And like I said, uh, if anybody wants to help me out, if you want to get on webcam and uh, be on the show, uh, you actually don't have to do the webcam bit. Uh, I'm going to type it in here one more time. Uh, but you, if you click on it and you select it, it's like a new way to call into the show. Just click on that link and it will give you an invite. And when I in, accept you to get on the show, it'll put you up uh, next to me. Um, so we can do that and try that out and the rest of this so you guys can check it out. And uh, yeah, uh, I'd love somebody to be able to, uh, at least e even if you don't want to be on camera, you could tell it, turn the cam off and it will pop you up with like an audio, a little blurb anyway. So there you go. Um, but that's what's going on. That's what's, uh, that's what's happening tonight. And we got lots of stuff to talk about. We got lots of stuff to, to talk about, of course, uh, including vampires and all the rest of this. So, so that's the question tonight. What do you guys think? Oh, and by the way, uh, I, I jumped the gun kind of getting into this. As you know, we're just going to go. We take our time, uh, lots to talk about, lots to think about. And most importantly, we do it to include you. Uh, so if you do want to be part of the show, the phone number, I have the little thing here. I can just uh, push the button and boom, it'll put the phone number on the screen. We're taking your phone calls tonight. I forgot to mention that. 
We're streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and we're taking phone calls if you want to be part of the show. Uh, again, the thought tonight is we're kind of remembering the old Art Bell shows, the, the ghost to ghost as it were, and the fun stuff that's happening with that. And uh, do you have any ghost stories? Do you have a favorite Halloween memory? What makes Halloween great to you? Uh, what is your favorite Halloween monster? What is it that's uh, special or not special this time of year? You tell me. And uh, that's what we're doing. So if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. And we're trying out our new StreamYard, or not StreamYard, sorry. This is Restream uh, Overlay and all the rest of this stuff. It worked great last night, so I thought we'd roll with it tonight. I don't think this will work with the radio setup during the week, but um, it's going to take some testing. But anyway, yeah, good stuff here. Good stuff. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> nice talker says, somebody, somebody called in early i got to crush stock first there you go there you go there you go he's gonna he's gonna call in a little later apparently he got some stock to crush but let's say hi let's uh, let's go say hi to the folks in the chat and uh again taking our time here just uh, uh doing a social stream there's no no radio clock nobody telling us what to say or think we're just doing our stuff so uh what's up jay uh, jay in new york happy halloween we got lily thanks for being here tonight tr33 of course uh salcedo paranormal what's up james thanks for being part of the show tonight and thanks for having me on your show uh we have who else is here who else is here what's up sojourner truth uh, i have a sudden desire to roast marshmallows or hot dogs right yeah okay all right because we had the fire up that's uh that's because the show is fire fire spitting hot fire uh just kidding i mean you know sometimes sometimes we do better than others i'll, I'll leave it at that uh what's up uh, we got lilies out there thanks for showing up nathalie how's everybody we got uh, Derek uh, in massachusetts a night stalker by the way if you want to follow night stalker check this out just uh just click on uh, or there you go go to that link right there he does a podcast with uh uh, Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange and uh, Russ and Gigi, and you can find it right there at that link on Twitch. Uh, let's see who else is here. What's up, Sojourner? Uh, who else is here? Who'd I miss? What's up, Mike D for Life? I see you there. What's going on, guys? Madib. Who else? Let's say hi to everybody. Let's see. Um, who else is out here? The Bubba News. Love Art Bell. Yeah, it wasn't. Art Bell was the best. Art, Art Bell was the OG godfather of this type of format, this radio, uh, these these discussions. Um, what's up? Uh, Doombot is here. Uh, who else is here? Who else is here? Who did we miss? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nice. Stalker's got it right. Psh, James just likes Kate Beckinsale. There it is. <laughs> uh, see? Everybody's ribbing on James tonight. Hope, hope you brought your, uh, your Halloween thick skin, brother. Let's see. Uh, what else do we got? Well, he's not, he's not wrong. So. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, what's up, Short Quick? How you doing? Let's see. Who else do we got here? Who else do we got? Who else? Let's make sure we say hi. Rivers. Rivers is present. All right. Good thing, because we're going to talk about some fantastic uh, stuff that Rivers sent me for Halloween. So uh, we're going to do that tonight. We're going to sort of unload all the uh, all the things to talk about. So uh, as always, we're taking suggestions on what to say, what to do, what to think about, and uh, what to consider. So there it is. What's going on, guys? We have uh, Carry Out here just not talking. That's okay. You're allowed. Let's go over to Rockfin. What's up, guys? We got Robert was over there. Got a quick first. Uh, Roberts are a good friend of the... Uh, yeah, here, boo. Uh, really? Boo? We got Adonna and Vicky are over there. What's up, Vicky? Hope you're feeling better. Who else is here? What's going on, guys? Halloween special, just kind of hanging out, kicking it. A conversation amongst friends and just uh, t considering why Halloween is great. And let's see. Yeah, there you go. Robert says, Mike is in costume. He's not wearing his cap. There it is. See? There it is. There it is. Uh, let's <laughs> Vicky says, we used to soap windows for the trick part with my brother in the neighborhood. Oh, See, 
we used to we used to egg people's houses. I don't don't. I mean, that, I'm sure I think it's, that's a crime. I think it just admitted admitted to a crime on uh, on on air. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> what's up, guys? I see you out there. Okay, all right. So uh, as as we go tonight, like I said, if you uh, you want a shout out, just type in where you're listening from. I'll say hi, and uh, we're gonna keep on trucking. So okay. So the deal is this, right? The, the, tonight we're just talking about all kinds of things. We're talking about why you love Halloween or don't, because uh, I get it that uh, some people may think this is a maybe a time of the time of year where things are less, uh, let's say, less happy. I guess I don't know. D- d- did you ever make that connection, James? Like, did did you ever feel like Halloween was sort of like a negative energy sort of situation? Not until I heard more on the news about how some places would get and then and of course that's the news so who knows how much of that was accurate and not um but i've never really felt that be negative at least around me i i do feel like and i I, i'm not saying i'm always i'm super sensitive to all this but um some years more than others too I've, i've had a feeling of there just being the energy around me in the area just being slightly different and not not really negative just different so I think there's there could be something to that. Yeah, so uh, the, the this is this is the night, right? Where they say the veil thins and uh, things start to cross over back and forth and all kinds of uh, crazy craziness. So I don't know. I'm with you. I never really felt like a like a negative vibe. It's always been so festive, right? And it's not necessarily that, right? We can go into Dia de los Muertos and all the rest of this, where it's uh it is sort of a party, right? November first comes and it's more of like. Um, you know, reaching out and celebrating our ancestors and, you know, uh, the ones that have passed before us. So, it, you know, uh, when you're talking about, uh, you know, the, the living in the dead, it doesn't have to be so dire and uh, so so dark all the time. I think there's, um, you know, there's some there's some beauty to that human, uh, just human shell that we're in, you know, the meat suit, as some have called it, uh, the lucky mud of others have called it, the soul, as others yet have called it. Um, there's some beauty to that. And, uh, you know, whatever that passing on becomes and is, uh, I don't think it's always negative. I think that, you know, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's people that I love that have passed on and, you know, uh, it's good memories to, to consider that, uh, hopefully cross your fingers they're out there somewhere in a better place, you know? And so that's, uh, that's, that's what's going on. So, uh, all right. So we're, we're doing our thing, hanging out, uh, taking phone calls and let's see, let's go. We got a phone call here. So let's take this. Now, I don't know, actually, is this working? Yeah, it looks like it's working. Okay, so we're going to take this phone call. I don't know what's happening with this, but uh, if, if uh, James, let me know the feedback here, if you can hear this, because this is our first time using this stream setup. You should be fine, uh, but let's, let's try this. Let's try this. All right, so let's go to, uh, not sure exactly who this is, but welcome to the show. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and James. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Michael, this is Joe, a.k.a. UFO Joe. Joe, what's up, brother? How are you? <laughs> what's up, my man? Can you can you hear me? Okay, I'm well, I'm using headphones. I can take them off if they're not clear. Loud and clear, brother. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Thank you so much for calling. So, how are you so today? How, oh, you're welcome. And uh, you're cutting out. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's see if I can fix this. There you go. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, so Halloween, you know the normal kid stuff growing up. But as I got older, I started, I lived on, I lived in New York. So I would go to Salem for the, at the time it was probably the week of Halloween. Uh, now it's a whole month and it's just, if anybody gets a chance to go to Salem, they have a witch trials, ha- haunted Halloween celebration the entire month. 
I've gone like three or four times now. And it's really amazing. Um, they just have a lot of stuff related to the witch trials. And um, it's really historic. They reenact uh, one of the trials from the witch trials. They have some of the folks who were not, they were not burned at the stake. They were all hung except for one man who was crushed to death with stones. So yeah, really 1692 around that time, a uh, sad time in our history. But hopefully people, if they get a chance to go there, like I said, it's the whole month they celebrate it. That's pretty incredible. And where where was this, you said? Actually in Salem? Salem, Massachusetts. In Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, actually, I think the actual place where the, where the people were killed was Danvers, which is right next door. It's a village next door. But Salem was, was where all the action is. And I'll, I'll give you one spooky Halloween story. It did not happen on Halloween. But when I was in college, a friend and I, a uh, friend and I, we read the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey. Have you ever read it? Uh, parts, yes. Yes. Uh, I had a friend that had, uh, so, had a copy of it, and I, I snuck some peeks once in a while. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so so it's, like, it's like a philosophy book. It's really not about the devil, but they have things in there that it's kind of like manifesting. They have rituals. And a friend of mine, there's like a destruction ritual. If you want to get revenge on somebody, there's compassion, there's love. Well, one year he told me, he goes, hey, he goes, you know that guy I don't like? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I did a destruction ritual on him. I'm like, why, why would you even play with that? <laughs> and in the Bible it says, it says when you do it, he says you're cursed. You put a curse on somebody. He goes, it will many times be carried out by a worthless member of society. So within a year of him putting this curse on this person, they were driving around Buffalo and there was some other criminal being chased by the cops and the criminal plowed into this guy's car and killed him instantly. So he was killed by, well, depending on what the crime this guy was running from, a worthless member of society. So, wow. Is it a coincidence? Maybe. But at the time I was like, what are you doing playing around with that? And he was like, I know, I know. I don't, I, uh, I'm freaked out. So yeah, that, that's my Halloween related story. That's pretty horrific. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so uh, with that said, is there some truth to that stuff? We, we talk about that often on this show, whether there's some truth to this, you know, incantation ritual stuff, or if it's, uh, you know, kind of pointing the bone, uh, you know, something that we put in our own head. Uh, where do you stand on that? It's okay to say maybe. <laughs> we, t- we say maybe all the time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had any specific, like, manifesting proof that stuff like that happens um as far as that particular incident i mean it was within a year so it's like there's a lot of time there so i don't know it could could have just been a coincidence um but another thing related to halloween if people have not read the book skinwalkers at the at the pentagon is just a great halloween book because of the experiences the people the the defense intelligence agencies agency guys had at the ranch uh, and other places too. It's just really interesting read. And it's the credibility of the people involved and the fact that the scientists were able to study, study them medically for a few years after some of the incidents, because a lot of these people in the book were injured by orbs. Uh, and they saw, they saw some really weird stuff that you don't really want to talk about if you want to, you know, maintain your credibility. I don't know if you had a chance to read any of it. I'm sure you've heard about all the controversy um, really good book though. It talks about the OSAP program, which began in 2000. It began in 2008, um, and it led to the UFO program, but it started out as a UFO slash 
related phenomena program. Uh, and it's great behind the scenes look at what they did in two years. They did amazing work in two years until the program, the funding ran out and they weren't able to do it anymore. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to read it, uh, but I do know all about it. I've seen all the uh, the the the, the poo flinging going on on Twitter, of course. <laughs> but I was actually going to ask yeah. you uh, if you wanted to come on and talk, come on the show and talk about that specifically. And and Lekatsky, his name is resurfaced in the UFO community. Finally, uh, George Knapp got an interview with the guy, and he was the name that we were like last time you were on this show. We were like, damn, it, wouldn't it be amazing if somebody was able to finally talk to this guy? And it happened. So I think that's probably one of those things that needs a little bit more grease behind it because he he was kind of the guy, right? He was the guy doing all of that he, stuff behind the scenes. He was a rocket scientist, PhD in math and science, and he read Hunt for the Skinwalker in 2007, which is about Skinwalker Ranch by George Knapp and Colm Kelleher. And he went to the ranch and said, I, I want to study this. This could be a threat. So I work in the defense warning office. We deal with threats. He went to the ranch had this experience with this technological thing in midair. The guy had never had an experience before. He was on the ranch for like an hour, and all of a sudden he had the experience. He was the only one that thought. He took it as a sign that, you know what, we need to study this. And then the program began, um, and, it, and they took it from there. And so, yeah, he's a really credible guy who had an incredible experience, and it was really nice to see him speak because it was always this mythological figure. Who is James Lekatsky? We know what he does. What does he look like? What does he sound like? So it was really nice, and I hope he does more interviews. So far, he's done that one. But hopefully, if 60... I, I don't think 60 Minutes is going to report on orbs and shadow creatures, you know, shadow and bipedal wolves. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's reported. <laughs> These people would go to the ranch. Yeah, they would go to the ranch. They, they'd take stuff home with them, and their family members would, be, would bear the brunt of it, whether, whether it's poltergeist-like activity. Like I said, uh, shadow figures, uh, you know steps in the middle of the night on the stairs scary stuff for people not everybody some of the people they handle it fine uh, but it seemed like it spread and then it would spread to people in the neighborhood that their friends would in contact came in contact with and Tom Kelleher had a theory that maybe it spreads like some sort of infectious disease it's just when people read it they'll see why they came up with that theory but there's no proof of that um really great stories um but they're anecdotal. I mean, but they did follow up on the people who were injured, like a, an orb going through somebody's arm. The next day, the person getting cancer, uh, getting symptoms and then coming down with a very rare cancer. And then the daughter going home to the East Coast. That happened in Oregon. And then she takes home poltergeist activity. And her roommate freaked out, left, left, because he was so freaked out by it. So something's going on. I don't know what's, what is happening. Are they really taking stuff home? Or is the phenomenon somehow affecting them so they're, you know, they're developing, developing abilities where the stuff is following them around. I don't know. They don't know. Um, and it may not even be a threat, but they covered the threat angle. So you see negative cases. That's why people are like, well, these orbs have also healed people. But this is the, you know, they're looking at the threat angle. So they were covering cases related to that. Um, so that's why you'll see it's almost all negative type of stuff in the book. Yeah, that's that's one of the interesting places too, Skinwalker in particular, because specifically so many people have said, nope, it's just totally a hoax. This has been perpetrated by what, like, you know, before the Shermans or whatever. It's like a modern, once the book came out. But then there's other people that are like, no, no, dude, I was there. And there's some whack stuff going on. So uh, interesting how, like like everything, right, everything has, uh, there's two sides to every story. And everything is so damn polarized. Um, 
Uh, me personally, I'm, I'm fascinated. I think that, you know, you look at some of the stories from, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chris Marks and uh, is it, was it, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, is it Chris, Chris Bartel Bartel. as well? Chris, Chris as well, yeah. I, I always want to call their both first names Chris, and they are, right? They're both Chris. Uh, but anyway, they're they, both Chris. Yeah, that's why that's why it messes up my brain. But they uh, they they work there, and they've got some pretty crazy stories to tell of things that have happened to them. And so it's like, well, I mean, how how can you discount these guys when they've been there and said that they saw you know wolf prints just disappear that they were tracking this gigantic ass wolf, you know? It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Yeah, compelling to me at right. least. And, yeah. and the, the, the one case I talked about where an orb came into the car with the father and daughter was in Bend, Oregon. So it's not just, it's not just Skinwalker. Um, and Chris Bartell, one of his theories is it's connected to Native American artifacts. But, you know, like I said, it happens all over the world. Uh, and my theory was, you know, this thing, and this is just a theory, but the, it seemed like when Lukaski had his experience, he's like, we need to study this. So it's like this, it's almost like the thing did it on purpose, knowing they're going to study this. And it's like, if the, if the, if the phenomenon knows that it can spread through people, maybe that's what the intention was. Maybe it wanted to spread and maybe it's not a bad thing. I mean, people seeing figures by the bed is scary, but it's not a bad thing. Although there was one family where the kids, you know, they got sick, the orbs were in the room. So it wasn't good stuff. It was not good stuff. I'm sorry. I can't really sugarcoat any of it. Um, but yeah, uh, just open-minded stuff that probably will not make it into a congressional hearing anytime soon. <laughs> we're, we're lucky if we can get basic UFO cases. Cases look good. Yeah, well, uh, and, and you're in the right place for that because uh, on this show, as you know, we kind of just consider all of it, including right somebody's out there, you know, pulling strings and fooling us as part of those conversations. So I'm with you, man. Like, uh, give us the data, give us more information, and let's keep looking, let's keep searching because you never know, you never know. Like, uh, it's it's difficult to hoax something if this is goes back to a Native American tradition hundreds of years back. So uh, compelling to me. Uh, interesting too, though, you, you did bring up that whole, uh, as George Knapp calls it, the hitchhiker effect. Interesting. We were talking about that on a, a, a paranormal show not that long ago is if, uh, like you live in a haunted house, it's been said that 
things can follow you out of the house. Like these spiritual attachments happen. Uh, so I don't know, like, how do you, how do you even define that? Right? Like we're talking about ghosts and goblins, but we're talking about UFOs and dimensional portals or something. Right. I mean, it's so crazy how this all comes together in some weird way. Right. The, the phenomenon as it's known. Yeah. And I interviewed somebody on my show who was an experiencer with, you know, typical abduction type experiences, but he grew up in a house that was, had haunted like phenomena. And it started spreading to his friends when he would be around his friends, where his friend would see an app, you know, after spending time with Jay, his friend would have this apparition that pushed him slowly down the stairs. It didn't hurt him, but you know, and the friends were like, listen, I noticed that when we hang out with you, we start having experiences and we're pretty sure it's because of you. And Jay was like, yeah, probably. So yeah, it happens like that. It's like, and he lost friends over it. So it's not, it's, it's a little different than the skinwalker stuff, but similar type of stuff where it's, it's affecting other people in the person's lives. But it, it, like I said, in, in the, the folks who went to skinwalker, it affected their wives. And that's a consistent theme. Even back in the old days when Robert Bigelow, uh, the wives, the wives would experience it. Um, and then the children in the book. So I would not want to go to Skinwalker. I'm sorry. For me, it's not worth the risk, <laughs> especially since some of the stories are, yeah, some of the stories like are medical related. So I'm like, no, I don't need, I, life is tough enough without having to deal with that stuff. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question. Would you go there? But uh, you, you cut me off at the pass. <laughs> Double hell no. <laughs> no, and, no, and at the time when the, the show was being produced, I, I was friends with one of the executive producers and I said, hey, I said, Joel, if you ever need a camera operator, let me know. You know, I worked with him on Pawn Stars. And he's like, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going there. I'm just saying it. Just giving lip service, just being nice. I'm like, I would not go there. Because, you know, it happens supposedly if you're there a long time. Repeated visits, that's when the stuff happens. Um, supposedly also people who go there with this mocking attitude, like, oh, this is nonsense. They have the most negative experiences or the most scary experiences. But no, I would not want to go there. It's not worth it to me. Why? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, especially uh, some of the things that have happened to people, um, 100%. Uh, yeah, you're the best, bro. Uh, everybody follow UFO Joe. You're welcome to stay, by the way, if you want to come pop pop back on. We're testing this restream thing. I don't know if you got a uh, got a, got a hot date on Halloween or anything, and I, I say that in the nicest way. No, uh, yeah, no date. Just me, me and my dog, I'm going to eat dinner. Um, I'll keep listening. Okay. If, uh, if, but I just, if, wanted to ch- I just wanted to pop in and say hello. I appreciate you calling, my friend. Everybody, please follow UFO Joe. I've had his, uh, I had, I anticipated this. I already had it ready to go. So uh, follow UFO Joe at ufojoe.net. You can also follow him on Twitter at the UFO Joe. Joe Mergia, thank you so much for kicking us off on the calls tonight. Happy Halloween to you and yours, my friend. Thanks, Michael. Happy Halloween. Talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Have a great night. There you go. Simple as that. Phone lines work. Uh, James, did, were you able to hear some of that? I hope. I hope you heard all that. I heard everything. That is, that's one of those places I totally agree with him. I'm very interested in it and everything paranormal, you know, the strange connected to it, but I don't think I want to go there. And it's hard to say that because I am so interested in all of this. But, yeah, I don't need any medical problems or... Um, any of that, but it really is interesting how, I wonder if that's, if all that stuff does follow people, or if it's more of a, going there somehow opens up your sensitivity to all that, or a mixture of both. That's what I kind of wonder about that. But I mean, I'm not doubting that people, that things can follow people, I'm sure they can, I know they do, but I just wonder how much of that is also, you know, just going there 
changes you in some way where you can sense more of that stuff. Yeah, there's there's something to it. I like uh, I agree that you know some people say that there's not. It's a you know human testing psyop. We've talked about that in the past. Uh, some sort of military tests going on there, with you know maybe stealth technology and psychological to, to, to terror right terror testing on people's psyches and things. So I don't know. Like, but again, some of those other stories right that you you talk to those guys that were actually on the damn thing, and they they tell you some horrific stuff, man. Like. Like literally, something is there just screwing with people's minds at the very least, and it, 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 that's and that's the very least. Once you start like amping up what those things could be at Skinwalker, holy crap, man! It turns into a whole thing, a whole other thing entirely. Like you said, something medical. I'm not interested. No double, no thanks. Not into that. Uh, I'm with Joe. Uh, thanks again to Joe for calling. I appreciate that very much. Um, and hopefully at some point in the future, we'll get him on the show and talk about Lakatsky and some of the rest of this stuff. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on in the UFO field, kind of behind the scenes. And UFO Joe is one of those guys that uh, has, he's, he transcribes everything. Go to his website, like all kinds of interviews and things. He's um, uh, sort of the tip of the spear. When I want to find information, I go to his website because that's where, that's where you're going to find it. Uh, one more time, ufojoe.net. Thanks again, Joe, for calling in. Um, yeah, so so I don't know. We're, that's what we're doing tonight, guys. We're just taking phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, going to put the phone number back up on the stream here. Uh, thanks to Joe for uh, testing out the phone lines with the new setup. Everything seems to be working. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. You can click the Discord link right there on the website. Can't miss it. And uh, that's what we're doing. We're hanging out with our good friend James of Salcedo Paranormal on the one-year anniversary of his podcast, uh, one one year today. Like I said, that's not some weird ritual. I promise. That's, that's a bad bad rumor i told you i told you um um james and i are boys and like to pick on each other okay so uh, all all weird rituals aside uh i don't know so we're, we're uh, thoughts tonight on what what makes halloween special to you and uh, what remembering, again, the, the good old days of Art Bell, like I said, I'm not trying to flatter ourselves that we're anywhere in, in his realm of expertise and amazingness of when he used to do Ghost to Ghost on, uh, on the AM radio, as it were. But, but uh, loving to hear your thoughts on why you love Halloween, what your favorite monster could be, a spooky story, if you got a ghost story. I know some of you guys had some ghost stories that you wanted to tell that uh, we didn't have time on other shows. Uh, you're all welcome to, to, to do all that. And we have this new thing this new setup for uh, restream and here's a, an invite if you guys want to click this and try this let's uh let's get somebody to try this out pretty please and uh, it it will give you like a webcam link and you click it and it will uh, you could either put get on the phone for a phone call there's it's a new way to do it or uh, you can get on, uh, you know, just just audio or webcam style. So it's a direct invite to this stream. Just click it, and it'll say, "Enable your mic, enable your webcam." You say yes or no to, to either one. Clearly, we want your mic on, and we'll put you on the show. It's as simple as that. Uh, appreciate you guys helping us test that. Uh, what's up, Matt in California? Says not afraid of alien werewolves. I am scared of the, the skinwalkers. Yep, I agree. I agree. What's going on, Sojourner Truth? Uh, thanks for calling in, Joe. Yep, absolutely agreed, one hundred percent. What's up, Angel Wings? says if you're at a higher frequency than others like me things like that don't don't bother you as much uh meaning like the skinwalkers and whatnot is is there a trick to that that would be pretty cool uh let's see i'll flatter you mike but you're as good as art bell oh thanks robert that's very nice that's very nice i'll have to disagree politely but uh, that's very nice of you to say thank you um all right so uh so james we got some stuff to talk about like i said we can dip into the rivers archive rivers was nice enough to send me some halloween stuff um but uh, other thoughts as we get going tonight 
the just again that was a great first call um and uh i do i think it areas like that that seem to have activity just constant activity and and just widespread activity even beyond the location that's really interesting to me i i wonder i mean obviously anything is possible and it could be fake but that's one heck of a thing to fake is all I can think of. That's a lot of people having a lot of experiences. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just, I don't know. And then going back to before any governments were even around, that's interesting too. As far as the, the you know, the legends of the original Skinwalker and all that, um, I think there's definitely, you, you need to look into stories from the past to, uh, and and see what's there and and I think that there's something to all of them. We were talking about that in my show tonight. I think there's something to all the mythology and the folklore and all that. I think there's something real to it all, whatever that might be. Whatever that might be, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about what makes Halloween great to you. We're talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Kicked off that conversation by our good friend UFO Joe Joe Mergia. Find him at UFO. Net. We're here with our other great uh, James Salcedo of the Salcedo Paranormal Podcast on the one-year anniversary of him starting his podcast. So special time all the way around, uh, good friends and good folks just uh, hanging out, telling ghost stories, uh, considering, uh, well, why why is this time of year special for you? And uh, uh, do you sense some dread in the air, or is it a time of festivity? All of that, uh, just kind of, uh, kind of talking about this stuff, and we'll pull up some stories and talk about that as we go tonight. But we're just doing our thing, hanging out and uh, having a good time. So let's go to our good friend, uh, Austin. Looks like Austin is in the Discord. One more time, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone lines work. And uh, the Discord, it works as well. James is on Discord right now. So you can find both the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Can you tell I've said that a thousand times? And I'll say it a thousand more. Stop me. All right, let's go to uh, our good buddy, Austin. Austin in Michigan. What's up, my brother? You're on with uh, Mike and James. How are you? Test to one, two. Can you hear me? Austin. Boomer. Austin. Hello, buddy. All right. I'm going to bump you back out. And when you're ready, just uh, type in the chat. Let me know. Maybe some disconnection thing going on there. He's usually pretty good with the technology, so he'll get it figured very quickly. Uh, what's happening, guys? What's going on? Let's see. He sent me a message. Uh, I'm going to restart my phone. Okay. Yeah, it's doing a thing again. Cool. Okay. Copy that. So, all right. So, we're going we're gonna to take his phone call uh, in just a moment, and then we'll take a quick break after that. So, uh, Night Stalker, if you want to go after him. Uh, well, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's just try and, uh, we'll work around you, man. You're the one at work. So we'll work around you. Like I said, nobody's telling us when to stop or whatever, but I am almost dry on my maybe juice. And that's, uh, that's a, that's a, that's the first, uh, thing. Uh, I almost said Thanksgiving. That's the first Halloween, uh, downer I've had all night is now my maybe juice is almost empty. <laughs> uh, oh, the solar flare. That's right. We got a solar flare coming. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Um, how you feeling? So I was asking James what it looks like Halloween in his neck of the woods out there, and you said it's pretty quiet, right, James? Usually not a lot going on. Yeah, it's pretty quiet by me. I mean, um, I, it's really funny. I forgot that they put out. They do. They use the town siren for to mark. I'm not sure if it's when you're supposed to start or stop trick or treat. It's probably stop trick or treating. Um, and of course, I forgot it was going to go off like right when I was going to start my stream. 
So I had to wait for an extra minute to let that uh, go by so that I didn't have a siren kind of cutting in. I don't know if it would ever or not, but I didn't want to try. But um, also going back to Halloween, I think um, we've talked about before how possibly our own thoughts and minds can change reality in certain ways. And I always wonder if that's part of the whole, the, the reason why people feel that the, there's this uh, thinning of the veil. I wonder if that's actually happening. It's, the, it's, a, it's a kind of an old question now. Is it happening because people are thinking that's happening? Or is, that it, is it actually something that has always happened? And people are, have just noticed it. I always wonder about that. And of course, it could be a mixture of both. But i um, love to hear what you all think about that, too. Yeah, lots to think about, lots to talk about. Uh, everything Halloween's on our mind tonight, and love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and let's go. Let's try Austin one more time. Let's see. Uh, he had a reboot problem with his phone. Let's try it. Austin, welcome to the show. You're on with Mike and James. How are you, my man? Test one, two. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He says, ready again. All right. Ready again? We're ready for you. Austin, test one, two. Nope. All right. He left, he left the thing. All right. So uh, just, uh, just hanging out. All right. Cool. Uh, he's back. Let's try this one more time. Austin, welcome to the show. Test one, two. All right. How about round three? Round three. What's up, Austin? All right, I'm gonna leave you there. When you get it figured out, it's no problem. All right, so uh, so let's uh, let's uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, other thoughts tonight, James? Well, we can uh, work a break in here, uh, work out Austin's um, issues a little bit later, and uh, do our thing. We can take a break and then get up for Night Stalker here after a little bit. But on uh, Rockfin, I I listened to Coast to Coast AM one night, and all Art Bell did was complain about how his back hurt. Uh, there was there was a point there at the end, right, where he was not in the best best health, best shape. So. Yeah, you're gonna have to take my word word on it that uh, that that does not uh, <laughs> encapsulate Art Bell at all at all. Uh, that was a bad night, clearly. But okay, uh, let's see. What are we looking at? Let's see. Uh, it's not just working. Uh, okay, I'm ready again. It's just not working. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. let's try Austin one more time. Are you there? Let's uh, do this. Do that. Test one two. Austin, are you there? Are you there? Negative, negative. All right, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. Then we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll get the 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 gremlins worked out of Austin's line. It could be the solar flare, as Jay is saying here. Maybe we got a solar flare happening right now, uh, causing causing issues. But uh, we'll get back to you, Austin. Uh, get that uh, worked out, and we'll uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you figured out. Okay, so uh, what we're doing tonight is we're just discussing Halloween. What makes Halloween special to you? What's usually happening? How do you celebrate it? What's your favorite ghoul, ghost, monster, or whatever else? And we're here with James Salcedo, Salcedo Paranormal, and we're just having a good time hanging out. So, well, uh, anything, James? Before we take a quick break. Um, also, what are your favorite candies or foods? Because I'm always interested <laughs> in that stuff. Because I'm hungry. Cause I'm, yeah, it's I, I um food is hard to to pass up for me, unfortunately. 
I, I was I was actually speaking for myself because because I'm hungry. I, I don't have any. Uh, unfortunately, don't have any Halloween candy because um, if if I buy it, I'll eat it before Halloween comes. So uh, I try and keep it out. Oh, of same here. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? So we're about to take a break. We're here with James Salcedo, and yeah. So what's your favorite Halloween snack? Your favorite Halloween memory? What makes Halloween special? Do you remember Art Bell? Or we're trying to do a tribute to Art Bell tonight, and sort of just tell ghost stories. Sort of a one of those uh, hang out together. Uh, with good friends and tell good stories. So thank you for the call, uh, to Joe, to kick us off. Thanks, James, for being here with us tonight. We'll get to Austin. We'll get to Night Stalker in just a minute. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk to Derek in Massachusetts. That would be the Night Stalker. So here we go. Let's play this, and uh, let's play some music. And take uh, take about three minutes, James, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with our good friend James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Going to take a quick break, approximately three minutes. We'll be back with Derek, the Night Stalker. Be right back. Thanks, guys. And let's see. How do I do this? Let's play the ambient music. Yeah, there we go. Let's pump some music up. All right, let's shut this off. Okay. Be right back. Three-minute break, and we'll be back with Night Stalker. Catch you guys in just one moment. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm not sure that was three minutes. I don't have a timer. So, oh, well, if it's short or late or somewhere in between, then, oh, well, sorry. Uh, but we're back. So uh, I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds. We're here with our good friend, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. And we're just talking about Halloween. We're talking about uh, what this is about and uh, why why it's a good thing, why it's, uh, why it's pretty cool. And uh, Let's see. How do I do this? Uh, share my screen. Okay. So, and uh, we're going to have Derek uh, from Massachusetts, a Night Stalker, on in just a moment. He's getting ready. He's uh, clocking out from work to uh, hop in uh, the caller queue. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Uh, the topic tonight is, of course, Halloween, and uh, that's the elephant in the room. But clearly, what makes it special to you? Uh, what, how do you celebrate it? Uh, what, what's your favorite uh, uh, Halloween monster, as it were? Uh, we got one in the Discord, or sorry, the, uh, the, the DLive chat. Sorry, Rockfin chat, too many things. Uh, Robert says, my favorite mythical monster is the Banshee. The Banshee. And uh, our good friend Liam Martin, of course, with the jokes. What did she get banned for? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. The jokes. We got jokes, don't we? We got jokes. Okay, re- restarted Discord. What was that beep? I don't know what that beep was, but uh, what happened? Are you there, James? I'm here. I don't know what that was either. It wasn't me because I have that push to talk thing on. So clearly, um, it wasn't you. I don't, I don't know. Huh? Okay. All right. Well, something happened. There was some sort of beep going on. Let's see. Maybe it's uh, maybe it is Discord. Let's find out. Let's find out. Something's making noises. Bloop bloop bloop. <laughs> bloop 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 bloop. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We get there. We go. Uh, looks like Derek is in the color queue. We'll get to you uh, shortly, Austin. Let's go to uh, our good friend Derek, the Night Stalker. What's up, brother? Welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Going on, brother. What's happening, James? I'm like, hello, hello. Can you? Right on. You, you as well. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Just uh, happy Halloween. Doing our thing, man. You're still smashing. Happy Halloween. Right? No, you're, you celebrate by smashing more stock. I know. I uh, I used a couple of sick days a few weeks ago, so I felt I felt uh. Kind of bad taking Halloween off because everybody has kids and stuff, and you know I'm, I don't want to be the one to to take it off and make it hard for everybody else. Gotcha. So I gotta gotta crush some stock while I'm while I'm uh, getting spooked out by you guys. You know. Right on. Fair enough. Fair enough. So so uh, what about this Halloween thing? What's uh, what what uh, are some 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 fond memories or uh, is it a positive negative thing? What what are your thoughts? It's uh overall it's 
pretty positive. I get pretty excited for it. Um, growing up, I never really had like a, uh, well, first I, I, I tried the, uh, restream thing, but, uh, it said it couldn't connect for me. It said like unable to connect, try one with like, um, firewall, like where I'm, I'm not using wireless or anything. Maybe that's, maybe that's why, but, um, it oh. like, there was some kind of firewall issue. It said, okay, it that's up, what that whatever. sound was. You were trying to connect. That's what we were hearing. James there was like a bloop, bloop. Something was trying to. Uh, ah, okay, yeah. And hello, hello, Night Stalker. Yeah, good to hear from you. Going on, James. So, yeah, sorry I missed the show. Everybody, check out uh, Sosito Paranormal for uh, the earlier show for tonight. I'm sure it was a great one. I'll, I'll check it out tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. It, yeah, it was great. Uh, it was fun to talk, as always, with Mike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, for, for me, um, yeah, I didn't really have like a neighborhood growing up. It was just like three houses on my street so we would um every year I would kind of uh go to my best friend's house and go like do do, do their streets whatever and kind of like changed as my like best friend changed so as i as i got I'd go to older or whatever but i always had kind of like a uh like a this kind of plagues me throughout many aspects of my life but i always have like plans to make this elaborate halloween costume or some kind of ridiculous um funny costume and i never end up doing what i want to do i always like and like the, the very last second having to like throw something together and so I, I feel like i've never actually gone as the thing i like really really want to go as so i don't really have like a favorite costume per se besides one year i went as uh dr evil from gold member when he was in jail singing a hard knock life um that was like one that kind of sticks out in my head from like early high school nice um <laughs> uh one year like my sophomore year of high school i think I went ghost hunting actually at like, uh, this is kind of like before I was even really that into this stuff, but, um, just kind of for fun, we kind of like aged out of trick or treating and like, we didn't really start drinking yet. So we were like, we try to do something like fun for Halloween. I think it was a school night or whatever. So we just like looked a bunch of uh, local legends from my town. And one of them was supposed to be, if you go to this, um, we're like a pretty big Catholic area. So we have like graveyards seemingly all over the place. It takes up a lot of space in the town. Um, and like one of them in like the center of town it supposedly has this like uh leathery like all like leather skin demon that follows you around the cemetery it's like one of one of like five or six like local legends or whatever so if i had gone now i would be way more into it at the time we kind of just uh treated it more like like playing manhunt or something like that playing like, just kind of going out like at night you know more than more than for the paranormal aspect of it but yeah and then my favorite halloween's got to be college by far it doesn't really compare like nothing else uh really compares to, to college halloween between uh, all the girls and and just how fun it is you know yeah so, hell yeah that's my peak halloween days that's that, that, <laughs> that was my, it's all downhill from here derek derek comes <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> 31 and it's all over now yeah right yeah exactly exactly nothing to look forward <laughs> to bro it's a it's yeah it's all bad uh, yeah, so good stuff there. I think uh, I think that's a good that's a good point, right? It's kind of like walking the line between having a little little too much fun and uh, not right. You know, like a, like oh come yeah. on come on man, that's a little overboard, don't you think? You're a little old for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nah. Okay. I mean, I feel like uh, I'm getting a little echo. Sorry. Um, yeah, like in in college, it's it's the absolute best. Like there was there's really like no spookiness at all to it but it's like unbelievably fun. Like everyone just knows, I, I went to a pretty big college too. So everyone just knows like, this is the night. Like it's almost as if like our own like mental veils have like shut down and everybody's inhibitions have kind of get thrown to the wind, you know? So 
um, different, different kind of scares, but fun for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what about, uh, what about your favorite? Like, uh, I know you're super into the, uh, the, the esoterics and the rest of this. W- what is your favorite Halloween critter, monster, ghost, ghoul, whatever? Do you have a, a favorite? Oh man. Um, not really growing up for sure. It was, uh, the vampire. I was just a, a big Buffy fan. And interestingly in Buffy, the, uh, mythology there, like all the, the ghosts and ghouls and vampires and stuff in that, in that world. They, they, they take Halloween off. It's like the one day of the year where there's no monsters running amok. So like every year on that episode, they they try to like, it's some like kind of left field um, bad guy to like that pops up for that week or whatever. But specifically, I guess, I don't know. And, and it would kind of make sense. Like the, the conspiracy part of me says that like, well, this is the day they're telling us all the demons are coming out. It's probably another day. It's probably a different day, you know, it's probably Christmas or something that's actually happening. And then today is uh, maybe nothing. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, UFO Joe's call real quick before I forget. Yeah, sure. um, that was really cool, and I'm like really into that like poltergeist connection. Like, or in, and James, me and you talked about this on uh, on on your show that time. But um, the idea of alien ghosts and like how, how come we don't see the like transparent aliens walking around? Like if like for like, at least for the Roswell crash, like we know one alien died when they when they landed here. Like, is Roswell haunted with an alien ghost or like? Do they go back to their home planet or I don't know. What's the connection? And like, I don't know. I wonder what a culture could accomplish if say, let's say we figure out how to communicate with, with the dead tomorrow. And then all of our scientists and like all of our greatest minds get, get super, super into it. And then, so we're like communicating, we're getting information from people who've crossed over, crossed to the other side. And then fast forward a thousand years, how much we, we know about, the universe and then fast forward 10,000 years or a million years. So potentially there are cultures out there in space. If, if that is what happens that have lived in tandem with their deceased ancestors or whatever for a millennia, you know, and the, the information that they may have, like it's really trippy to think about, you know, it's, it's tough to, I don't know that whole, that whole line of like the connection between the, the, where the, where the different paranormal, ufology kind of worlds bleed together is really fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Anything for him, James? I got more. Of course I could talk. I could talk. I could talk you guys into a a, a slumber, but go ahead, James. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's interesting. And I think I've heard every, over the years, I mean, and this goes back to even like, I think it was Edison and maybe even Tesla. There've been people that have been trying to, to make a device that will let you do that. That will let you talk to the dead. Um, and I'm not talking about your any of your spirit boards or any of that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like a t- electronic, te- you know, technology-based device. And um, every once in a while, that will pop up. Even today, people working on that. Um, and I think that's an interesting idea. But also, yeah, the connections between all of the different, you know, uh, boxes that that so many people like to to put around things. They're they're there. I mean, people have experiences, with, and people do claim to have out of body experiences with with aliens, where it's not a physical abduction; it's it's a metaphysical abduction exactly. or uh, contact experience. So yeah. I do think there are connections, and there, and light is so common among so many different experiences: Bigfoot, oh, sure. alien, ghost, all that stuff. So yeah. that's where I think it's interesting. All that stuff is connected somehow. Yeah, we've 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 mentioned this too before on your show that, but if 
if um like say bigfoot you're how you know bigfoot's around is the feeling of something looking at you different like wood knocks or, or creepy knocks creepy sounds in the woods maybe like a weird smell or like some kind of like chirping noises some kind of like i don't know some it's if phenomena that if it, if it happened inside four walls inside your house you would say you're being haunted by a ghost you know it's poltergeist activity so it's big like there's also a cross up with bigfoot like that like, like you're saying james so even like um it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. To go back to like classic spiritualism and stuff, the idea of like a seance um, to like communicate with the other side. A lot of our like UFO lore stems, especially like in the modern era, stems back to that Council of Nine thing. I always like like to bring up, but there in the forties, um, I forget his name off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me, but like a, a army general, and then like a and one of the Dupont ancestors, and like a bunch of elite people of the time got uh, went into Maine. And had a seance where they communicated with apparently this council of nine um, from Sirius or whatever. It's it's the it's these entities that the New Age UFO community is still in contact with all the time. And like even to the point where like Stephen Greer, all these like that whole that whole tier of people use the term like seriously, but spell it like serious. You know, it's almost like tongue in cheek. But it it defines so much of what we know about UFOs through that contact, as well as like it influenced directly gene roddenberry and like deep space nine and that whole thing it's all from information from this this seance you know um so in star trek has influenced a ton of a ton of our our ufo lore like a, like most people i don't know like the idea of a galactic federation that entire thing is it's from roddenberry's mind which is from a seance from these council of nine so seance to commu- communicate with ghosts seance to communicate with aliens where there's a connection there's got to be you know I'm I'm running out of time, but uh, really great stuff, you guys. Awesome show. I'm excited for for River Stories and for uh, everyone else to call in. You know, Please. it's coming. It's coming. It's on the way. It's on the. We got this, and we got to Austin on the phone as well. Um, so so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, if you guys want to follow Night Stalker, Twitch.tv slash Beyond the Strange. He does a podcast there called what's it called? Pulp. Uh, uh, pulp eggs. Pulp, uh, That's more. Uh, it's more Dave's. It's more Dave's show. I'm like a. I'm a featured player on that show. I'm like. Uh, but he'll do he'll do it when I'm when I'm not there and stuff too, like for sure. It's not gotcha. it's not my podcast. Gotcha. But I do have like a YouTube channel and stuff. So if you want to 
find me on YouTube. Um, I don't have any content or anything, but maybe if I get some followers, it'll, it'll inspire me to make something. <laughs> there it is. All right. But, uh, I'll, I'll link that down below. Awesome as well. you guys. I appreciate it. You're the best, Derek. Happy You too, brother. Thanks Later. for calling in. All right, there you go. There you go. Simple as that. Uh, everything works. Discord works. That's uh, Derek from Massachusetts again. So that's uh, that's Dave's show. I'll get to, I'll actually get a link to Night Stalker's channel. Like I said, uh, he uh, he kind of doesn't have anything to plug just yet. But like I said, uh, we all love him and think he should have a his is the hottest podcast in the game that hasn't been released yet. So <laughs> we're, we're still hoping that'll happen. Uh, anything on that, James? Any of the stuff he said? Great stuff as always. And yeah, he. Uh he people don't if you don't listen to a lot of shows you might not know but he calls into so many shows and he always has great ideas and information and, and it's just it never he never fails uh, and so yeah he definitely needs his own show and um he's there's he's kind of he needs to get going on it because a bunch of us already have them not to put any pressure <laughs> on him but i'm putting pressure on him no just kidding but um but yeah no great stuff as always and i do i do agree there's connections to all this and i think that's the most interesting part to me because i, I did start out mainly focused on ghosts in the traditional sense but just listening to so many other shows and then this show I'm really interested in all the connections between them and everything else, too. It's just, it's definitely something there. 100%. Great stuff. All right, let's go to, uh, we're, we're taking your phone calls, guys. We're, uh, we're doing uh, sort of old school. We're just kind of hanging out, talking about what makes Halloween special to you, some maybe Halloween memories, what's your favorite Halloween critter, monster, ghost, ghoul, goblin, whatever that happens to be, uh, or and also uh, everything else. Do you have any uh, cool stories you want to tell, ghost stories or whatever else? We're here for that. So appreciate all the fine folks calling in so far. And if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. We also have this new thing that's uh, that's this restream thing. I'm going to drop it in the chat one more time. And if you guys want to try that out, it has a, a, the ability to put you on the webcam right up here, right next to me. It'll give you your own little box and everything. So in all the chats and out if you want to give it a shot. And you do not have to show your face, by the way. If you don't want to, you can just uh, turn the webcam off and just use it as an audio phone call. So anyway, let's go to uh, Austin. Austin's been trying to get through on uh discord and it's not working so he called in the old school way what's up austin welcome to the show how you doing my friend Uh oh are, are you kidding me i think the solar flare yeah yeah now we hear you what's up what's up man how you doing oh, this is weird um is it echoing uh i don't hear it let me see if i can push a button to maybe stop the echo try that i hear you fine well, I was wondering if it's echoing on the show or something. No. Nope. For, you're fine. for from me. Nope, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. So what what's going on? I heard what the question was, uh what I think what makes Halloween special to me and uh uh what else? I wanted to make some comments on the Skinwalker thing cuz I was really watching this one channel that went out there for like a couple of weeks. And uh, it was Leak Project, and he had a lot of mixed comments about it. Um, but he had a lot of different information from different people about it, so I heard, like, a lot of different things, like how there's, like, a bunch of things that walk through this person's house that's, like, on this ranch, like, greys and romans, and, and they, like, seem to be all walking in a similar direction. 
and uh, and then the cattle mutilations, like cows being found with like all their blood completely missing, complete like it was sucked out, and it it was still fresh, like the cow was still uh, freshly dead, but it had like no blood in it at all. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a lot too. Uh, and apparently, that go ahead, go ahead. Also, there's a like a military um, installation that they say might like be right under that or right next to it. Uh, I don't know. Is that where Archuleta Mesa is? No, that's um. I that's, can't remember. No, Archuleta Mesa is uh. What's the one called? Um, it's where uh Phil Schneider uh somewhere in New Dulce, New Mexico. Dulce, New Mexico is Archuleta Mesa. Pretty sure. Uh, it, the, yeah, so the, he also took a camera out there. Yeah, he got so, a lot of night vision footage of different stuff. Yeah, there's supposedly some wacky stuff going on there as well. The one in uh, Skinwalker is called the Uinta Basin. That's what that's called. Oh yeah. Can you tell I've yeah, done way was, did, um, I've done way too much of this stuff when I know all the names and all the places. <laughs> but yeah, no. So okay, so yeah. Skin, Skinwalker is fantastic. Uh, lot, lots of anomalies there. Again, like ghost wolves and huge, huge paw prints they're chasing off into the into the darkness. Uh, like glowing eyes at night watching you. Like all kinds of crazy stories from that. Uh, Chris Marks actually told a story. He worked at Skinwalker for years along with Chris Bartell. Uh, that was that I that those two names that we brought up earlier. And uh, Chris Marks told a story on uh, several podcasts now. Uh, at least at least the one that I heard was from John Greenwald Jr. And he said that this this ghost wolf approached him and his dogs and he shot the thing with a shotgun like several times up close and it didn't even oh. flinch. It acted like it didn't even get hit with anything. It just kept growling at him. And then eventually um, he, he, he was backing up like thinking, oh God, I'm dead now, right? And uh, the thing kind of just backed off finally and turned around and just walked away. No blood on the ground. The tracks again, he, he tracked them out and they disappeared after a certain period of time. It's just uh, like there's some there's some crazy firsthand accounts that come out of Skinwalker Ranch. So it's one of those ones, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's hard for me to write off when you, you get so many different people saying so many different things about it. Yeah, I can't remember if this is a guy that mainly lives there or not, but I heard that he killed like a bunch of greys, like shot him. And he was like, t- he was talking about his death, his, uh, his kill count of like how many greys he killed at Skinwalker. No, no, no. You're missing. And then that they're like him up on the bed and like he stabbed one or like shot the other. I don't know. Like I don't know where I heard that. From. That is Stardust Ranch. Stardust Ranch, and that was the guy that was supposedly chopping off aliens' heads with his samurai sword. Yes, uh, that's skin. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's uh, Stardust Ranch, and that's actually in Southern California, I believe. Yeah. Anyway, so see, I know way too much about this. Wow. <laughs> I know way too much about this. They're so similar. I wonder why I got them confused. Stardust Ranch, Skinwalker. Anyway, the Skinwalkers are those weird, like, naked-looking things that walk like if you're walking like a crab. Like, if you did the crab walk, like, walk in with your back facing the ground, and they, like, run like that. That's what those are, right? Yeah, and uh, kind of they're able to shapeshift, apparently. That's one of the things they say about Skinwalkers in particular. I also heard that they make uh, different certain sounds. Like they can, uh, one of the sounds that I heard someone tell me when I was talking to her, she was kind of like into this. I don't know if this is true. Maybe someone can add in. Um, But apparently they can make sounds that sound like a hawk. Like there's hawks around where I work. 
and I was talking with people on Discord, and there was like this hawk sound that was coming out of the site that I'm watching, and it's like a construction site, and it was just like it's pretty much empty, and only one worker showed up, and then before he even showed up, in in like I would say twenty thirty, probably about a good twenty minutes continuously of like this hawk sound, and it sounded like it was right in the site. Like, right there. Like, it didn't sound really high up. I hear the hawks all the time, and that sounded, like, super close. And I was like, what the heck? And she was like, that's a skinwalker. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hey, man, you never know. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's the thing, right? How do you quantify these things? What are they? The, the, you know, as some people call them space poltergeists, right? Of course, tongue-in-cheek. But, like, who knows what the hell this stuff is? Like, they see uh, in that, on that ranch, they see, in particular, UFOs, and they see, like, ghost wolves in the same spot, right? Magnetic anomalies, all kinds of weird stuff going on there, man. Uh, crazy stuff. Um, so yeah. what about you? What about you? What about uh, Halloween in particular? Do you have uh, any fond memories or any, uh, any favorite uh, Halloween tropes yeah. or monsters or anything uh, with regard to that? Um, well, there are some things I could say about it. My favorite shows or whatever, not really. I always took Halloween as this opportunity to feed my, like, uh, fantasy of what I wanted to be as a child. And ever since I was three, I seen Saving Private Ryan, so I was obsessed with being a Navy SEAL. So I'd dress up as a Navy SEAL every year for Halloween until I joined <laughs> uh, an ROTC program for the Marines nice. when I was 10. And that's when I stopped doing Halloween. Nice. But now I'm more into uh, watching the squirrels uh, break open the pumpkins, you know? I think that's kind of fun to watch. They put <laughs> a bunch of pumpkins everywhere and watch the squirrels go to town on them. Uh, the age when wisdom finally catches you. You're like, well, I didn't dress up last night, but I woke up early to watch the squirrels eat the pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I didn't even pass out candy. I had candy today, but... Uh, me and my dad like totally like got sidetracked with uh, what that Halloween was like just here, and we kind of missed out. And I I think this year was probably one of the least popular years for Halloween with everything going on because you hear all these things about the cervezo steam being able to be on the candy and people passing out candy with cervezo demons on it. You know they don't want to catch those. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent, man. Um, this, this is, uh, I don't know. Uh, how about, how about Art Bell? Do you know who Art, anything about Art Bell? You might be a little yeah, young for that. I, uh, I listen to every single show guaranteed of Art Bell because I, that's what got me started into listening to talk radio. I would listen to these 12 hour packs cause I was doing like, I was working like 12 hour shift uh, when I first started when I was younger and I would just find these Art Bell t- 12 packs on youtube and i would just let it play and i would listen to the whole thing and i would listen to some of them more than once and it was a, a bunch of different shows and then i i looked on all over the place to try to find different stuff and i don't think i missed one at this point because i put a, about a couple years of like <laughs> at least five days nice. listening to them wall to wall listen to our time yeah man those old shows so these, he's got some classics in there that's for sure and as you're as you're aware right he used to do these ghost to ghost shows where they'd go kind of kind of all night and just uh take callers and talk about halloween and uh, spooky stories and the rest of this quick correction marianne in the chat says isn't stardust ranch in arizona and you are absolutely correct i i misspoke it's not southern socal it's actually arizona 
but yeah, all right. So, uh, so, so you're familiar with Art Bell then? That's that's interesting. You're a you're a youngster. Yeah, and, uh, my favorite. Go ahead. Yeah, my favorite thing about him was how he questioned people. Just like all the questions I felt like I would have, he asked and then some. And then he even asked questions that I was like, oh, my God, excellent question. Like all these random people would come on, all these random callers. Like he would get a mix of people like trolling and he would just bust them right there just by being himself. I loved it. Like he wasn't like being hostile or anything. He was just so like you, you could feel the passion for the truth when he was looking looking around, you know, uh, for, for what the guy's talking about. And he had the, he had the perfect uh, state of mind for a talk show, I feel like. And it, honestly, I know you brought him up earlier, but you're the closest thing I can find that was like that. I mean, everyone's going to have their own flavor, right? No one's going to be like, you can't really be better than Art Bell. No one really can because he was just true to himself. He's got his own unique flavor to him. Like, But you can be a better version of yourself and... You know, you'll be one of those people that we talk about 20 years from now when we all start doing our talk grading. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just like Art Bell or whatever, you know? Thank you. That's very nice. That's not, uh, that is high praise, and uh, I reject it outright <laughs> entirely. But uh, I this for you to say. Um, so, so uh, well, what else? What else you got, man? What other Halloween? What's your favorite spook or spirit or monster or whatever? Uh, my favorite movie recommendation for Halloween, I would have to say, is Dark Song. And I think Rohan, I give Rohan props for that because you were talking about uh, some magic stuff earlier, and it just made me think of that. I don't know what it was specifically, but uh, that that movie was a... It didn't honestly scare me because my nightmares kind of gave me uh, a unique personality traits when it comes to being scared when i get scared it only lasts for a few seconds like and i'm pretty i don't really flinch i just kind of like i won't lie i still get scared but it's just how i react to it is not what it used to be when my nightmares were like my worst fear and then i conquered those nightmares but i'm sidetracking aren't i you're talking about halloween right yeah you're good you're good bro you're good we're uh, we're we're in the right. Yeah, we're just so, we're just like, hang, we're just hanging out talking. But yeah, go go ahead. I wanted to talk about that because I feel like whatever the tradition was early on, there's a lot of mixed stories about what Halloween was like in those times when it started. That it might have been evil or whatever, but it's not evil now. Like we aren't doing what they did when it started what it turned into was more of a social encouragement with the neighborhood sure with masks and kind of like fanalities and it could be exploited to a degree but and yeah some people put stuff in the candy whatever and you could come up with a bunch of excuses not to do it even before the lockdown started but people did it because it was just a way for them to express themselves. I guess you could say alter ego. And it was a way for them to socialize. And in real life. Socialize in real life. And to be creative about it. And those are the drawbacks to Halloween ending. It seems like Halloween's ending. Like the spirit of Halloween's kind of dying pretty hard. 
for the most part, it's like 50% less popular, I would say. Right. Well, uh, they, they did cancel Halloween last year almost entirely. So, so at least we, we have a, at least a little bit of a revival. I stepped out real quick before it was dark, just before the show started. I went outside just to see. There's, there's a, it's a group of like 30 people, a couple houses down. So it's, uh, it looks like we're making a comeback. So fantastic stuff as always, my friend. We're, we we got a phone call behind you and we're about to go. So, so final thoughts here. Uh, appreciate you uh, trying extra hard to get through that Discord thing was a pain in the butt, but uh, you you made it happen. Appreciate it, my man. Yeah, I wanted to say. Oh, I remember the yoga thing. Um, so I feel like when it comes to all this scary, spooky stuff, most of it's a mindset thing. When you're dealing with forces you can't see, and Yoda. And from my point of view, is real. <laughs> and and if you know that, if you believe that he is, if he's real or not, I feel like just believing he is and remembering the stuff he said when you're going through those gut-wrenching, scary times, whatever it may be, I it helped me tremendously. So try it out. Try it out. All right. <laughs> I love it. That. I love it, Austin. Good stuff as always. You were the best, my man. Uh, Austin in uh, Michigan. Thanks for the call, brother. Peace out. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. All right, we got Robert on the line, but uh, anything on that, James? How you feeling? Yeah, great, great call, and um, I, I was, it was good to hear from him and uh, from from you, Austin. Yeah, I I definitely can see. I do believe it's been getting. Halloween has definitely changed over the years, but um, very very interesting as always. Okay. All right. What about Yoda? You think Yoda's real? Uh, you know what? I think uh, everything in our imaginations can can be real somewhere. So <laughs> I uh, I don't doubt it. Deftly handled, my friend. All right. <laughs> a, we're taking your phone calls, guys. We're talking about Halloween. Just uh, what makes Halloween great? What's your favorite spook or movie or or Halloween treat or whatever your favorite Halloween memory? And also just kind of in honor of Art Bell here. Uh, he's a uh, basically a radio legend who who started this entire genre of paranormal talk radio and he's uh he's been passed on now for a, a couple three years and it's uh it's unfortunate somebody tweeted earlier and i i can't couldn't agree more that uh the world misses art bell uh very much we that's a that's a that was one of those ones that uh, it was an event you look forward to every single year with art bell doing ghost to ghost and kind of staying up all night just hearing all the crazy stories people call in and share so uh that's what's on my mind tonight that's what's on our mind as we discuss this and uh let's keep going uh, looking to hear from you seven nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org let's go to uh our good buddy robert in pennsylvania welcome to the show my friend you're on troubled minds with mike and james hi um for one thing art bell did not start it, I, i'm hearing myself back here um art bell did not start uh paranormal talk radio all right the the, the actual person that started that was before art bell and that was uh, Long John Nebel. Uh, you might want to Google that, and you'll see that I'm, what I'm talking about there. Okay. I think his his broadcast came out of New York, and that was before Art Bell. But just to say, Art Bell is the legend. Um, Long John Nebel is probably quite forgotten. But at any rate, I remember tuning in to Trouble Minds when it was the Little Green Men. And you were co-hosting with Frank, and I was mildly interested. 
But it's only when troubled minds went, uh, when Little Green Man turned into troubled minds, and you took over the helm solely, that really it drew me to your program, because that's where, what I thought, what I was seeing then, was that's a young uh, Art Bell. I mean, you, uh, you you can... blush or, or reject it all you want to, but you really are as good as he ever was, all right? Um, that's my opinion. It's why I watch you. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I could be watching instead of Troubled Minds, but I watch Troubled Minds because you're that great a host. Um, now, as far as uh, my call here, I'm calling to tell you about my favorite Halloween movie of all time, and... Uh, I was a kid when I when I first saw that in movie theaters. Um, is Walt Disney's Darby O'Gill and the Little People? I remember that. I've seen that. Um, it's been a long time, but I've seen that. I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm with my my a couple of my uh, one of my brothers and and one of my sisters, and when that banshee came down to take Darby's. Darby O'Gill's daughter, you know, and he threw a shovel at that that thing, all right. And then the death coach comes down, all right, and and Darby O'Gill decides he you know makes a deal to to go into the death coach in place of his daughter. That scared the bejesus out of me. That you know those that that that, that whole part of that movie. The Banshee and the Death Coach. All right, I mean it was a very entertaining movie, but there was some really scary stuff towards you know in the in the conclusion of the movie that just rocked my socks off. Yeah, it's been a long time. Like I said, I, I don't remember a lot of those details because I saw it when I was a wee lad. But um, I, I believe you. I'll have to go back and revisit that. Uh, the Banshee. I do like the idea of the Banshee. I saw your comment earlier. Um, pretty terrifying, right? The 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 banshee, as it were. Uh, so so refresh my memory. Did uh, did the shovel run the banshee off, or did that fail? Yes, it did. Uh, I think he, when he tossed the shovel, it actually went into the banshee's mouth, and the banshee backed off. But Death Coach, you know, when that's coming down from that foggy um, moonlit sky, that Death Coach, all right, and then and and then ride, and then the horses and the coach. Uh, land in, in all that foggy mist and stuff, and the and the and the door opens. Darby O'Gill, get in! I mean, that really, really scared the hell out of me. <laughs> and and I uh, and it's still my favorite. I put it on at least once a year. It's still my favorite. It, of course, it's set in Ireland, and of course, Banshee is the is the mythological uh, angel of death in Ireland. All right, so all these things are based on on Irish myths, but it was a fantastic movie. And if anybody, if anybody gets a chance to see it, if they haven't seen it, uh, they should, they should do that. Agreed. And see Agreed. what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll put it back into my rotation for a, a yearly watch. Uh, definitely good stuff. Okay. Uh, th- thank you. Thank you I'll for your time. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know whether you have kids, but if you ever have kids, all right. They're going to, that, that's, a, that's a movie they're going to remember the rest of their lives. All right. All right. 
I'll, I'll definitely put it in the rotation. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, thank you for always uh, being enthusiastic about the show. Like I said, it's uh, it's folks like you that uh, that help me uh, understand what people want to hear. You 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 love it. You you've been back uh, often and often and often with a uh, high praise of the show. Uh, and uh, lots of great feedback, sharing ideas and sharing stories and sharing, just sharing yourself. And so uh, to me, this is what makes Troubled Minds. It's not just this, it's us. And so so I also want to thank you as well for being part of this. It's a, it means a lot to me. Thank you for the kind words. And thank I, you for I, being- I, I want to caution you. Sure. I want to, I want to caution you. Sure. I'm hearing myself back again. I want to caution you what happened to Art Bell. All right? He overworked himself. Ah, All right? Okay. I mean... I, I, I have all the uh, sympathy and understanding of how hard it is to do what you do, all right? It practically killed Dark Bell, all right? He had to leave his show uh, every so often, and he would quit every so often and come back. So my advice to you is put out these wonderful shows that you do, but take time for yourself. Don't let yourself get burned out. I appreciate that. I will. I will keep it in mind. We've taken uh, several breaks, and I find when I do, the longer I stay away, the faster I want to get back. So it is. A, it is definitely a labor of love, and I enjoy doing this very much. And uh, thank you again for all the kind words, my friend. You are the best. Uh, everybody, check out Robert's book. By the way, I know he he never calls for that. He gets all mad when I plug it for him. He's a very kind fellow, and it's a very great book. It's uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's called uh, uh, Stories from a Fractured Mind: The Robert Collection. And uh, our good friend Robert, thank you so much for the call, my friend. I appreciate it, Mike. Mike. You bet. Have a good one. There you go. Thank you very much. Easy as that. You can give us a call at 702-957-1037. Phone number's up. That's Robert in Pennsylvania. Kind words indeed. Like I said, I'm not worthy of all that praise. Uh, I, I thank you very much. We've got something happening. Oh, there we go. We've actually got a phone call coming in when you click the link. And well, I see you there, Jennifer. We'll go to you in just a sec. Uh, so we have this new news stream set up. It's called Restream. And uh, we're able to do this kind of like uh, like uh, Zoom and all the rest of that. So we'll, we'll go to that in just a bit. And, and thank you for testing this out. James, anything regarding um, uh, Robert's phone call there? Great call, as always. I, I, won't, go, I won't cover this. Or, uh, I do agree with him. This is has become my favorite show, um, partly because of you, Mike, and 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 also because of everyone else that calls. And um, I love the the movie suggestion. That sounds like an interesting movie. So, yeah, that's it for now. Right on. Thank you. That's a, that's an old one. My sister used to watch that when we were when we were very young. Uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Uh, great call, Robert. Thank you very much. All right, let's test this out. Uh, we've got uh, Jennifer here. Uh, let's go to Jennifer and see if this actually works. Hello, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Nice. We can see you. We can hear you loud and clear. Hi. Welcome. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and James. How are you tonight? Hey, What's on your mind? Hey, guys. Happy, hey, hey. Happy Hello. Halloween. Happy Halloween to you as well. Yeah. So so what are your favorite there, Halloween moments? Is there, is there, it's working on uh, it's just a little bit of a, uh, like maybe a, an internet choppy coming from you. But I think if I shut up and you talk, I think I'm cutting you off. So let's just go. Let's, let's hear what you have to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love Halloween. But, um, but, um, I have grown up. Grown up. Halloween was the 
Like people did. Like people did. And you could just walk. And you could just walk down the street. Kids would be like running around. I don't know. That's quite. I don't know. That's quite a bit of echo. Yeah. Is it just? No, I think I think uh, so. It says there it goes. It looks like it popped up. Your network connection was like zero out of ten for a second. So I think you're kind of dipping in and out on the internet is what's going on. So uh, yeah. let's try this again. Let's try it again. Okay. Now. We'll try. Or I'll just or I'll just call or call or something. We could do that. We could do that. That's up to you. That's up to you. Hi guys. Okay. Hi okay. guys. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you for trying it out. Uh, it it kind of works. It kind of works. Appreciate that, Jen. <laughs> Give us a call. We'll put you. We'll put you on the on the show that way. Uh, thanks for trying it out. Yeah, so apparently, if you click the link, it'll give you a direct invite, and you can get on the show, and bam, you're on the camera. Unfortunately, we had a connection issue there, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely good stuff. But uh, so we're we're looking to hear from you guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on Halloween? 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. And by the way, follow Jennifer. That was Jennifer. Follow her on YouTube. You can scroll down on the YouTube. Uh, her her links are all down there, along with Night Stalker, along with James, along with Tinfoil Timothy, along with Rohan, the mighty Rohan. Everybody's uh, everybody that's got a show that uh, contributes to this is is getting a link. And if it gets too big, I'll put an entire link tree on the webpage. And just uh, I want to make sure that. Um, everybody that are friends of this show that we're, like I said, we're not, uh, this, this is not a competition. This is a, this is a, a, a group of people that, uh, are, have been fantastic and have shared ideas and been, been fearless re- regarding that. And I, I know there's a lot of pressure sometimes when you call in and, you know, there's the on the air jitters and all this stuff, which is why people typically don't call. But, uh, I, I'm very appreciative of that. So thank you guys. Scroll down, follow Jennifer. And, uh, if you want to get on the show, Jennifer, give us a call. I know that uh, she usually moves around around the house into the attic even just to get a call out because her uh, internet may not be the best there. But okay. So uh, what's going on? Uh, James, anything? I got a couple of stories we can get into and we'll, uh, we'll keep on rolling. But yeah, check this out. By the way, this works. I'm going to put a invite guest link back in the chat. And if you click it, uh, you can do exactly what Jennifer just did and get on the show that way. But uh, uh, thoughts, James? Well, I do agree. Check out Jennifer's channel. Um Everyone, I, I haven't even gotten half of the channels that are at the bottom of these videos. I, I want to. I just haven't gotten to them all yet. But um, I have listened to Jennifer's and, and Rohan's uh, shows, and they're, they're, they're both great. And Yeah, a lot, a lot of great ideas there, great thoughts there. And I'm looking to have uh, Rohan on, on my show at some point as well. We haven't uh, nailed out a date yet, but that will be happening as well at some point. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Hell yes. And by the way, speaking of that, uh, you guys all know that you're invited to be on this show, right? Every single one of you. If you're out there listening to me, whether this is live or whether this is uh, on the podcast feed or wherever, you're all invited. Okay. So if you want to co-host at some point, you, uh, and, you know, you want to you want to try it out. You, you you're uh, you're hopefully inspired by some of the conversations and want to bring your own mix to this. You're all welcome, okay? So just uh, just reach out to me. Find me on Discord, TroubledMinds.org. And uh, anybody that uh, has uh, been on the show thus far knows that. Uh, the whole idea of this show has not been uh, that you have to be Linda Moulton Howe to be on this show. You just have to be yourself. That's it. 
because everybody has uh, fantastic ideas. And as long as you take these conversations seriously and try and be good to yourself and other people, then you fit in perfectly. And that's what this is all about. So uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, you're all invited. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, let's go. Let's go. I uh, appreciate that. A Angel Wing says, I call, but my phone signal is uh, what is it? cut off by my nice overlay. Uh, glitchy tonight. Yeah, it's the, uh, oh, it's the, it's the solar flare. We got a solar flare tonight, don't we? That's right. Remember, we were talking about I was about worried that. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that. I was, was worried about that. Yeah. Could it, be. It knocked, it knocked Boomer off, and then, uh, and then uh, Jennifer had a hard time connecting there as well. But looks like, here we go. Let's go to the phone call. This is a Jennifer calling in on telephone style. Welcome, Jennifer. Sorry about that. Thanks for testing it out. Hey. Welcome to the show. How are you? No, I tried it. I was like, I'm going to see because your new thing is working okay. But um, it may be. My internet it may be off tonight. Because it does kind of sound, even right now, like it might mess up. I don't know. Maybe it is the solar flare. It could be. Uh, they, they, they said that it was having some kind of radio issues and other stuff earlier. So I don't know. Uh, but actually, right yeah. in this moment, you sound great. You're coming through loud and clear. Um, Art Bell. I heard Art Bell years and years ago. I was an overnight baker at a little artisan bake shop. And I had to work basically just, you know, it was graveyard shift overnight. And I came across him on literal radio, just like the old fashioned radio. And it would have to be tuned in and out and like move the antenna to like hear him do his show. And when I found it, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is crazy because I never heard anything like it. And just all the guests and everything. It was he was amazing. He did a great job and continued to listen to him continuously. I have heard probably every single show. And I didn't even realize that kind of uh, radio existed at the time, you know, and wasn't really interested in it. I just listened to music before that. And so it was really a whole change in everything and opened my mind to so many thoughts. I mean, one of the best stories I remember was around Halloween, actually. And it was about the Bye Bye Man, which was like, a, they did a movie about it. But the, I actually heard the live account from the person who had heard the account and told Art Bell that story about that, uh, it was some kind of voodoo king guy who had like a black hat and he had a pair of glasses that had been colored in with a Sharpie and he traveled on the railroad lines and would uh, take out hobos basically and take their, <laughs> take parts of them and made a monster. And I guess like, <laughs> It was a whistler type monster. It was the craziest story I'd ever heard. And it was terrifying. And they actually made a movie about it recently. And it was horrible. Horrible movie. But he, it was hearing the story at night in a bakery in an empty downtown area was terrifying. Because I would walk home to my house, which wasn't far away. And it was so scary. But Halloween in general, all my life has been probably my favorite holiday, I would say, you know, Christmas and Halloween, but it can't be missed. Like you have to always do like the little basic traditional things. Cause when I was growing up, it was the thing people loved Halloween, like in the early nineties and the late eighties, it was a huge thing. And people would go all out. Like they spared nothing. Like their houses would be decked out from like inside out. And, these were smaller towns, so the people would have you come inside their houses. You can't do that now. But people would give these kids, and everybody would come through, like, <laughs> haunted houses. And 
they just went all out. And so I still love it. I know that it's kind of, it has taken a dip. I think that that's probably normal. I've actually heard that Halloween was kind of like that. Uh, in the 50s and the 60s, it wasn't that big of a deal. And it got really big later on for a couple of decades. And now I think it's probably tempering back down <clears throat> to like its basic, like Easter and Valentine's Day and everything else. But I just love it. <clears throat> like right now we're just doing candy and sushi and sake. And well, there was a big thing downtown for a while here uh, in the nearby place, Branson. And that was cute to see all the little kids and everybody doing everything. And, um, and I think as far as like all of the traditions, you know, it, it goes back to so many things like the Samhain and the Celtic holiday and all that stuff. <clears throat> and I don't know, you have to kind of follow some basic tradition things like the jack-o'-lantern. And um, I couldn't go out and decorate this year, but I mean, at one year, a couple of years back, literally spent like, I don't even know how much on the big animatronic things. And the whole front yard was full of like eight different animatronic <laughs> monsters. It was like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So just love Halloween. Yeah. It yeah, is. Uh, it's cool stuff. And is it, does it give you, so it gives you, it gives you a positive vibe then, even though, right. Like, like kind of in, 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 in esoteric terms, right. This is kind of like, you know, Dia de los Muertos and all that stuff. So it's, it's still like, it's supposed to be right. Uh, I guess it is a mix. It's kind of like one foot in one world, one foot in the other sort of situation and not inherently negative, but you know, like the, the, the religious right might call it, you know, a pagan holiday and the, the devil and all this other stuff. But I, I never felt it that way. Uh, did you? For me, it's no, for me, it's mischievous and uh, it's gotta be a little dark and creepy. So you're not always hurting anybody, but I understand there's a, there's a dark history you know, but we're not in those times anymore. And I'm sure to some people they do heinous things, I'm assuming, but they probably do them anytime anyway, because that's they're heinous people. <laughs> so I, I think for everybody else, it's just for fun. I mean, nobody's taking it too seriously. And, uh, but on the, on the, the only thing I take seriously is like, there's some special things that I remember hearing about from like the old people. Like there was a dumb supper. You're supposed to put out like, um, certain types of food and it's for the dead. And so you're supposed to do that and kind of acknowledge that. And it goes back to ancestor worship. And so like your your loved ones who have passed may come visit you. And like uh, the jack-o'-lanterns keep away ghosts who have died that didn't have any family, supposedly like strangers, stranger danger ghosts. So like those types of like the decorations and the monsters and everything was supposed to be like uh, to scare them away so they wouldn't, follow you home after your festivities or whatever and so there's all kinds of neat folklore about halloween that that i don't know as far as if there's any actual grounding in it but just stories i used to hear from people when i was growing up and we used to watch just horror movie after horror movie you know just trying to terrify ourselves for hours all night you know yeah for sure so that's how i in art bell like i yeah, yeah art, his, art the ghost to ghost. Ghost to ghost, right? Awesome. Exactly. I, I think we're missing that. I think even, you know, I, I, they still try to do that on George Norrie, don't they? I, I don't even know, but... Oh, uh, it was... It's so... It's just not what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing ever is, is it? Unfortunately. But, but yeah. Uh, so, so... I guess so. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, okay. So, how about this then? So, you, you, you've watched a ton of horror movies. What's, what's like a top three that people absolutely should not miss, horror movie-wise? Oh, I don't know. People have different tastes. I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. That's, um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
I, I don't know because there's a there's so many. I don't like the like, you know it depends. I like the really scared, but it's hard to think about movies that really scared me. I don't know. I take I'd have to sit here and just think about because I've gotcha. seen I've seen so many. Gotcha. But you have the classic ones, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't want to because I would have to sit here and be like really serious with it. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> oh, you should watch this one for sure. That's a serious <laughs> question. Know? Yeah, but. serious business. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I haven't seen a ton. That's why I ask, actually. So I'm, I'm looking for tips. But uh, somebody, uh, Matt, actually mentioned one, a movie that I have seen uh, a ways up. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but uh, there's one There's like a, I can't even remember the details, but I remember it was creepy. Like it actually gave me like the, like, like you know, if you watch it in the dark, you kind of got the shivers a little bit. You're like looking at the shadows behind you type of thing. Uh, that's, that's what it's about. Even if what it seems it? ridiculous, I can't remember. What was that movie, Matt? What was that movie? You mentioned it earlier. I've seen that. Um, it had like this little bag. Uh, it was like a like a bag monster, uh, like a golem sort of, right? Like a like a homunculus or something that was like running around uh, on Halloween night. And uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. But oh, it, trick or treat! Yeah, Is it trick or treat! Yeah, yeah, just trick or treat! Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> For which, sure. Which seems to that's, be rare. They have a, it. Has a really awesome. It has a really awesome short too at the end. And they, they, I don't think they ever followed it up. They were supposed to follow it up with like a sequel. I don't know if they did, but that was really, yeah, that's a really good one. I owned that one for a little while <clears throat> with the DVD thing. Nice. That was yeah. good. That's yeah, a that's good one. one. Trick or treat. I haven't seen a lot, but when I saw that one, I was actually impressed. It made me sit down and not walk away, which usually I'm like, eh, I got things to do. <laughs> I'm out of Yeah, here. the monster would come and if you didn't, if you didn't have candy. Yes. For it or leftover candy or something like that. It was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was it doing, a good one. yeah, different things to people. Yeah. 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 It was, it was pretty creepy. And it was out there. It was at, like, they, there was a, the way they edited the film was pretty incredible because it started, it was one of those ones where the, the timeline wasn't linear. So it kind of jumped around. And so it started at the end or something. And then kind of, uh, so you, you saw like this, the same group of people encounter these different folks that did or didn't give them candy. And then this little monster was kind of just on the loose, just destroying people because they weren't yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 I can't remember. The details are so foggy. It's been a long time, but I, I remember actually being mildly Trick impressed. Yeah. Trick or or treat. Treat. yeah. Yeah. It's yep. a good one. That's a good one. All right, cool. So, so, uh, so, what else you got? Thank you so much for calling and uh, and being part of this tonight. As always, uh, as you know, uh, what makes the show go round is us. Like I said, I'm me, you're you, but together we're us. And uh, I, I appreciate you spending your Halloween with us. Is uh, what else you got? What else on your mind tonight? Um, I don't know. I've already been on the phone a little while now. I hope people call in and tell some really good scary stories. I'd like to hear some tonight. That'd be fun. Agreed. Hopefully there's somebody out there who has some. <laughs> look, look, looking to hear from you if you so do. Sure. 702-957-1037. Thank you, Jennifer. Everybody follow Jennifer on YouTube. She's got a fantastic uh, YouTube channel that's in the works and uh, lots of good videos down there. Scroll down. You can see her link down below. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much, Jen. Have a fa uh, fantastic Halloween. You too. Happy Halloween, guys. Bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. There you go. There you go. All right. James. James, what's up, buddy? Yeah, great call. Um, I, I, yeah, that's the, the interesting thing about movies like that. I think sometimes they they also can, because that story sounds familiar. A version of it sounds familiar from some other horror TV show, like a one of those TV shows that's like just uh, short horror stories. 
I feel like there was a similar story to that that trick or treat movie in one of these other shows. Which is interesting. Um, but yeah, also I shared in the in the the chat. I forgot there is one thing that happens here in my town every year where I live, and it's a it's a um, really just it's a bunch of houses on this one street in the in town. They decorate and some go extreme with it. And it's built up to now where it's like a well-known thing in in the the lo- local area, and like local radio stations mention mention it and everything. So, but luckily it's not um, it's close to me, but not right by me. So um, I don't have to hear and hear and hear any of it. But if you look up, if you go to that website that I put in the chat, um, you'll you'll see pictures of it all, and it's it's interesting stuff as far as decorations go. Got it. Terrorontilson.com. I got it up on the stream here because this uh, little restream get, uh, setup is uh, really, really freaking cool. But yeah, so uh, Terror on Tilson, uh, thank you for uh, for mentioning that. And uh, w- interestingly, when Joe called in, Joe UFO Joe Night Stalker was familiar because he's from uh, he's from uh, that Massachusetts, right? That neck of the woods, Salem, and that whole bit. So he had some stuff to talk about. We got some weird synchronicities going on with all this stuff too tonight. So fantastic stuff. Looks like uh, we got scary stuff happening all over the country. Um, so, uh, all right. So where are we at time-wise? I think we're good to take another break here, just another couple, three minutes, so you guys can uh, hit, hit the restroom, top off your drink, et cetera, so on, uh, put the kids to bed, or go top off your Halloween candy bowl and uh, keep bunching whatever it is you're doing. Uh, but we're still taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the, part of the show tonight, we're, we're, we got some stories we're going to get to. Uh, we're going to get Rivers was kind enough to send some, uh, some pretty spooky Halloween stories that are kind of off the beaten path, which you probably haven't heard of, which is, again, uh, kind of what this is about, right? We can talk about the normal generic stuff which is cool and that's fine but it's uh, it's even better when you get to hear some stuff that you've never heard of before so we're going to get to that coming up next and uh this is troubled minds i'm michael strange we're here with our good friend james salcedo of salcedo paranormal podcast and uh anything else before we take a break james no just great calls and um yeah i'd love to hear some stories of people's experiences i mean i i talk all the time about my own but i always like hearing um anything anything unexplained that's happened to you in, in terms of uh, and then they could be uh, considered ghostly or, or it's just stuff like that. I always like hearing about those things, and and we can talk about what it might be after. So that'd be that'd be fun. Amen, amen to that. Okay, so uh, we got Matt on the phone. We're gonna go to you as soon as we come back, Matt. So just a couple three minute break. I'll try and push this uh, so we don't make you wait too long. And uh, so this is Troubled Minds on Michael Strange. Again, we're here with James of Salcedo Paranormal Podcast, and we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. More Troubled Minds in about two or two and a half minutes. And uh, hang tight, Matt. We'll be right with you. Thanks for the calls, guys. Let's do it. Let's uh, kill this. Let's put the fire back up. And uh, yep, let's do that. All right. There's the fire. All right. Two-minute break. Be right back. All right. I think that's probably good enough. What's up? All right. Uh, let's, let's keep trucking, shall we? Let's keep... Oops. Let's uh, unmute myself. That probably helps a lot better. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're here with uh, our good friend, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal Podcast, and we're talking about Halloween. We're just talking about uh, the, tradi- the traditions themselves. We're talking about uh, spooky stories, if you got them. We're talking about uh, your favorite Halloween candy or movies. We're just talking about why you love this time of year and um, doing a little bit of a tribute to Art Bell of Coast to Coast of the old days and uh, looking to the past, but also so 
as a result of that, always look into the future because uh, we learn we can learn from the past and uh, use it to make the future a better place. And that's uh, that's part of the deal with uh, Troubled Minds and what this has always been about. So uh, as we do that and we're taking your phone calls, you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. You can click the Discord link and join. And there's also this little invite guest thing, which uh, does work. So if you want to give this a shot, I'm going to put it in the chat and you guys can check this out and maybe hop on here with your webcam. Or if not, if you just want to use the voice version of this as well, you can do that. Uh, but it's just another way to get on the show, which is kind of cool. New, again, uh, new new ways. Not trying to uh, take 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 away things. We're trying to add things. So we got Matt on the phone here. But uh, before we go to him, anything else, James? What's up, brother? Welcome back. If you're there. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually. I need to listen to more Art Bell. I, I didn't d- discover any of this this kind of stuff until just about 10 years ago, and I didn't really... I'd heard the name, but I didn't really get to... So, so I, I need to I need to look into his stuff more, because I've heard bits and pieces here and there, but, um, you know, even even just getting into all this, I, I knew... I mean, his name is mentioned constantly, so I, you know... That that tells me something right there when when he's mentioned so many times in so many different shows and and he really the three times I've listened to him he he definitely I agree he's uh, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing I think yeah well he he was uh, inspiring us is what he was doing and so. Uh, it's it's uh, difficult to say he didn't do it right. Here we are, right? Kind of hoping to carry on that legacy. Like I said, I won't flatter myself to, to the point where I think we're even anywhere near that level. Um, I leave that judgment to you, of course. But it is not, it's that's not what this is about. This is about uh, honoring the past again so we can get a better future. And so let's do that. Uh, thank, thanks, James, for being with us tonight. Uh, everybody follow James Salcedo at Salcedo Paranormal. Here is the, the link. I can, boom, push one button, and there it is. Bam. All right. Thanks, Matt, for being patient. You are the best. Matt in California. Welcome to the show. You're on with Mike and James. How are you, my friend? Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy Halloween. Thanks, man. You too. Doing well. Go right ahead. What yeah. are your thoughts on Halloween? Um, well, I think Jennifer talked a lot about some of the traditions and things. That That's what I like about it is that there's a lot of traditions that um, you have to look back into to see it. But, you know, Halloween has become... I hate to say it, like it's like commercialized where like you have to buy all the things like buy all the candy and buy all the costumes and buy all the like your house isn't cool unless you know <laughs> you have the best Halloween decorations and so I think it kind of we lost a lot of like the traditions or like the meanings behind the traditions so I think it's important that we talk about that sure sure absolutely oh. absolutely uh, is that but you ha- I go, think go, go, ahead, go ahead no you go right ahead continue uh, so I'm collecting my thought. Um, so the celebrate this day is like, is like the Celtic new year. And a lot of people will write their new year's resolution on this day. And they're celebrating it as the beginning of like the dark time, the dark cycle of the dark half of the year. And so, you know, notice that it gets darker earlier. So the ancients, they were like wondering what's going on. And, they realized back then, like the winter, it was so harsh. And, you know, if you were like, it was a lot of people didn't live through the winter. So it's, this is all a time of like getting together and having like a festival, like a feast, like the last feast before the winter time, because you didn't know, like if you were going to see like 
like older people, you didn't know if they were going to live through the winter to see them in the summer or the spring. So it was like a last time to like get with everybody that might not make it through the winter. Gotcha. Like one, one final time to be together, uh, as, as it stands today, because you never know what tomorrow brings. So it's a, it's kind of a way to, to, <laughs> to, to honor that tradition and look, look forward. And, and again, like I said, looking forward and being positive is a good thing, but, uh, you know, uh, just because you, you have wear rose colored goggles doesn't mean that, uh, uh, everything that happens tomorrow is going to be uh, something beautiful. Uh, tragedies do happen. So yeah, I, I like the way that uh, you described that. Is is there a uh, uh, so so what else there? I, I know it, like Halloween can kind of get some negative connotations with um, you know. Uh, let's say let's say again, it just depends on. I don't want to pick on in particular a religion or whatever, but you know there are there mm-hmm. are thoughts that uh, you know with the Wiccan stuff or witchcraft or this that the other thing you know the pagan holidays and you know on and on and on where it kind of kind of can take a bad rap I, I know you probably have some thoughts on that um, yeah I think it's kind of turned around you know um, it's not all about like bad or evil stuff it is like a said like a festival it is a celebration you know it's a it's a holy day so celebration um feast so it's not all, all bad it's just i don't know i see how it's misaligned but um i have a story i want to tell about kind of like that and this story it's kind of dark it's kind of um you know it doesn't have a good ending but it's a story it's um about it's more about the um, like the moral of the story is, you know, history is a history and this is part of history. And, uh, you know, that saying those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And so that's like where I'm going with it. Um, but I'm just giving a warning. It's a little kind of weird, but, uh, I'm going to tell a story. And so the story is about the green witch. I saved the story for Halloween. Uh, this is a story about the green witch and your typical stereotypical Halloween green witch where does that come from? And you, when you think of that, you think you're usually thinking of, you know, a hag, like a woman with like green skin, like crooked nose, crooked teeth, you know, scraggly hair. And like, where does that come from? And it's always made me question, you know, in these movies, like in Hollywood, like, why is it always like the wicked witch or the evil, you know, the evil witch that's always like the antagonist of the story. And so the story um, is told around the campfire a lot in, um, on Halloween. So it's just a fictional story. So here goes. With, um, so the story is a long time ago. There was this woman in a village. And she was a midwife. Or what do they call it? Yeah, where, like, they help, like, birth the babies. Like, they didn't have a doctor. So they would, like, go. The a midwife would come and, like, help deliver the babies. And so she helped all these people be born. And then, she, you know, as she grew up, those people grew up and she helped those babies come into the world. And maybe she had some herbs, so like medicine to like help the pregnant woman, like heal and all that. So she knew about like herbs and she knew about the times of the seasons, like when to grow the herbs and things like this. She really knew a little bit about astrology. And so one day, she's, one night she's sitting in her chair in her cottage there's a knock on the door or she hears like a, a noise. She goes to investigate and these men come and they capture her. They kidnap her and they take her away in a cage, in a carriage. 
and they take her to a jail. And they don't tell her why. And every day they take her out. Or they, you know, they're not feeding her. They're feeding her like slop, like the scraps. And she doesn't see sunlight. But every day they take her out of the cage or out of her cell to another cell. And they beat her up. And they torture her. And it's the same thing. It goes on for weeks and weeks. And she's like, you know, terrified. She doesn't know why she's in there. And one day, if something different happens, they take her to a, a different room. And in that room, there's a chair and a table. And they sit her down in the chair. And on the desk, there's a piece of paper with words and an ink quill pen. And they tell her, make your mark. Well, back then, a lot of people did not know they were illiterate. They did not know how to read or write. So she was totally confused by this. And so she refused. And they take her out. They beat her up. And they put her back in her cell. And it keeps happening over and over every, you know, for weeks and weeks and months. And then finally, she, you know, she gets broken down. And she goes to the room. She picks up the pen. And she makes an X on the paper. Like, makes her mark. And they didn't take her to beat her up. They put her back in the cell. And then the next day, they took her out outside for the first time it was different they took her outside for the first time and they put her in a cage in a carriage and they took her back into the city to the village and she was going oh the people they will recognize me they will be able to help me and understand like i'm innocent they would get you know free me and so as she's going back to the village she starts seeing the people that she knows that she grew up with and she's trying to plead for help but they are like you know, they're scared and they're like cringing and, and booing her and throwing things at her. She don't understand why. But then the carriage like, goes past the window on a building and she sees her reflection and she realizes why they're so afraid of her. Because she was not in the sun, so her skin was all gross. Her nose was broken, her teeth were knocked out, her fingers are all, you know, broken, her hair is scraggly. And you know, she realized these people, they did not recognize her. And so that's like where that comes from. But, um, you know, the ending of the story, of course, we all know, you know, she goes to the stake and they, they put wood under her and burn her. Uh, but the, the moral of the story is like, that's kind of where it comes from. And I, and I've, as long as I've known like people that are witches, I've never met a person that looks like that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, uh, hopefully, uh, somebody would help her instead of just watch. Right. I mean, that's, that's the horrific part of this, <laughs> yeah. this too. It's like, come on. Hey, hey, uh, we need to get you out of here, honey, because th- th- this is not going to end well. Let's, let's go get you some, uh, some medical yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and well there, uh, I've never, so, so the, so the X was, was that, was that, uh, did that signify anything? Was that like the devil's mark or something? How does that, that, uh, that tie this up here? Um, no, it was basically they were accusing her of witchcraft. Okay. And her signing the X was like her admitting to it. Okay. So she was, it was like signing the document, a confession of sorts. Yeah. It's, um, you know, the story, it was in 1984. I'm not trying to spoil that book, but that same story is kind of in 1984. Uh, uh, yes. And he looks in the, he looks in the mirror, you know. Yes. Yes. uh, Yeah. It's a, it's a bad story, but it, what I was saying is, we don't want that kind of stuff to happen again. I guess that's where I'm going with it. I know that's kind of kind of a twisted story. Sorry. 
No, it's all right. It's uh, it's it's the it's the night for twisted stories. You're totally in the right place. Uh, just real quick, uh, real quick to uh, to Penny. Hey, mm-hmm. we got a new thing here. We got kind of like uh, it's it's a restream, but it's sort of like uh, Zoom. So if you want to hop on, uh, it's a uh, webcam and enabled, or you can turn the webcam off. There's the link. If you want to just click that, it'll just put you right on the show, and you can do it that way. Um, so she asked in the in the chat. So I just want to answer her real quick. But yeah, yeah, great stuff, Matt. So so uh, Halloween wise, what do you think? Is it uh, uh, one of your one of your favorite times of the year? Yeah, it's definitely um, symbolizes a lot of the stuff that I'm into. It's one of the you know holidays and a lot of traditions that we do. But unfortunately, this year I'm kind of I've been I've been working a lot, so I'm like lazy. But a lot of things tradition wise, I usually do. I didn't get a chance to do it. I might do it tonight. But one of the things I do is um, the ancestors altar, where you get. Um, you know, a bunch of pictures of your ancestors and you put, you make an altar with it and then you, and you can be like, you know, loved ones that passed away, your dog, your pets, you put it on this altar, you light a candle and you maybe have like, you give like a libation, like a, you know, a tiny drink and a tiny piece of food of what you had for dinner on the altar. And it's like a symbolizing, they call it a dummy supper. Okay. Interesting. Never heard of that one. Uh, no, I dig it. So, so you oh, yeah. usually, you, yeah, never heard that. Uh, so we, we, uh, growing up, we didn't have a ton of that stuff. Um, you know, like, uh, the, you know, for, it wasn't like super big with the, the Christmas stuff in particular. We didn't have like, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. going, going through all the stops, uh, putting out all the stops, but uh, same thing with Halloween. It was kind of, kind of a minimal. So, uh, a lot of the, some of that, um, the traditional stuff that, uh, some of these families have, that go way back for that. It was never super big in our family, but, uh, we did, we did get the candy and the whole, right. The, the dress ups and that, that whole bit, right. And when we were the, the, the wee lads. So, yeah. yeah so, so yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's a, Holiday to uh, honor the ancestors. Okay, which that makes sense to me. Like a Dia de los Muertos, right? The same thing. Same thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sweet. Sweet. Good stuff. Okay. So, uh, so what else you got, my friend? What else about Halloween? Um, that's it. I was a little scared to tell that story on the radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're good. I did. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Appreciate that very much, man. Uh, thank you for calling, Matt in California. Right, you are the best. Thank you thank so you. much for calling. Happy Halloween to uh, you. Happy and yours, Halloween. Man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show? Easy as that. 702-957-1037. Got a couple calls here we're going to go to in just one moment. James, anything regarding that? Did you uh, uh, Do you have any uh, particular Halloween rituals or uh, let's say, I, I, I say ritual, not, not as like, a, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming at you like that, bro. Well, I might, but any kind of uh-huh. traditions that, you, that you've had in the past in your family, Halloween-wise? No, not really. Mainly just the trick-or-treating as a kid. Um, yeah, not really. Uh, just the trick-or-treating and, and just dressing up as a kid. But, I mean, eventually as I get older, I, I got out of that. And and uh, we moved a couple of times over the years. So, But I definitely, um, I'm a lot more connected to it now than I, I used to be. Just the, 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 I guess the overall feelings of it and just being interested in all this. And... To be honest, for me, it's kind of Halloween all year round for me, in a way, because I'm always looking into this stuff. Um, but I, all I like about it is it's um, it it makes it so that the general public is a little more willing sometimes to listen to the stuff at this time of year than they are other times. So that's kind of what I like about Halloween. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. Right. Kind of opens some eyes, uh, reminds people that uh, the world we live in isn't necessarily uh, as it seems. Right. And that that does exist all year long. It's not just a particular time of year. So so good stuff. Yeah. And great call from Matt. I didn't get to say that. I don't know if I said that or not, but great call from Matt as always. Fantastic. Very interesting. Good, good, good stuff. Always great calls from everybody here. It's, uh, it's uh, like I said, an embarrassment of riches, all the fine folks that call into this show. Uh, speaking of which, let's go to Alan, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Austin real quick. What's up, Austin? Uh, we got Penny on the line be- right behind you. So uh, what's up, my man? You said you got a story to tell? Let's hear it. Yes, I do. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, sir. All right. So this one is going to be a real-life story because – most of my scary stories are dreams, honestly. This is probably the scariest real-life story, in my opinion. Some people might disagree if they knew me. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to go with this purple face. It's this purple face. That's what I'm going to call the story. And I was sitting on my bed. I was about 12 years old. I was in this house that my mom uh, moved into with her boyfriend. And... This house was apparently haunted, but I didn't know it at all. I had no idea of it. Um, I did hear different noises, but I, my open-mindedness uh, made me think, well, I don't know what that could be. And I just kind of moved on, you know? But my mom was telling me about it, and she was doing an exorcism, and I had no idea. I had no idea she was doing an exorcism until, like, m- uh, like a year after we moved in and I told her about the story and it was at that same day, definitely on the same day because the unique circumstances I could pick out and I told her and stuff was going on and all that. I got in trouble at school, uh, not too long after. And, uh, so that was a, a way for me to bring it up when it happened. And I was sitting on my bed up, you know, on the bed, uh, you know how beds have, um, a back thing, like a wall thing on the back of it, bed rest or something. Right. I was sitting up on that, sitting, um, so I was like wide awake. I just sat down like five, ten minutes ago, got back from school. I was listening to Eminem, One Shot, Two Shot, the specific song, okay? I just had to put that in there because anything that I was doing might be of significance that I can't understand. Um, and I had one of those big box TVs and, uh, all of a sudden there's this purple black face thing that appeared right in front of me, like probably two feet or less within a foot, I would say within 12 inches of my face. And it felt like it was closer over my chest, really. And it was looking at me, and right when it appeared, I was the probably the most scared I've ever been in my life. And uh, I quickly clicked out of that, though, very quickly. Within, like, a second or so, I was, like, I could automatically, like, something told me immediately that this thing has power over me if I'm afraid of it. So, like, Yoda kind of clicked in my head, you know? and uh. And I immediately just transformed the energy it was sending me back to it and then it just vanished and i was like holy frick 
Like, that thing felt like it was trying to possess me or to take my soul. Like, that's what it felt. I felt it in my chest um, when I seen it. And I felt it, like, grabbing, trying to grab something from my chest, it felt like. And uh, my mom was doing an exorcism. She said she was using a Catholic, an old Catholic, like, cross with, like, incense and stuff. And my mom was saying that she she uh, sent the, the the thing to the the birds or whatever that she tried to send it to the birds. And that's funny, you know, language of the birds. But anyway, so it tried to come at me, I guess, or I don't know how she did it. You know, my mom's not a trained exorcist. I think that's probably the first she's ever done. <laughs> hey, man. So that's how uh, that went. That was you, the story. You know how you get to Carnegie Hall, don't you? Carnegie Hall. Practice. Practice. Yeah, man. How, how do you become a good oh, exorcist yeah, unless yeah. you do your first one? I'm just asking. Right. <laughs> just. Uh, yeah. True. <laughs> Austin, you're the best. I appreciate the story. Uh, thanks for calling in. We got Penny right behind you. She's been waiting. Uh, thank you so much for the call. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, brother. Right. It's Iron Wall. It's hot. Peace out. Thanks, man. Appreciate the story. There you go. Uh, looking to hear your story as well, guys. Uh, you got Halloween stories to tell. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Uh, anything there? Anything there, um, uh, James, before we go to Penny? Um, that's really interesting, really scary. I would not want to deal with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think um, I, I, it seems like it's exactly what he said it was as far as Something was there, and it wanted to take something from him. I mean, who knows what exactly? Um, and he fired it off, which is 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 good. I've that you know, that's I'm glad that he was able to do that. Great call as always. Definitely, yeah, I've heard that before. Uh, something about the power of will and these other things, right? And maybe the religious convictions or whatever, kind of uh, kind of helping that. Uh, Tom DeLong has said that about aliens, right? Like you can do the same thing, kind of call out to the creator or something like this. And uh, you'll be able to scare off like an abduction type scenario. So apparently it's uh, it's not just in uh, the paranormal. Apparently it's also with UFOs. So there you go. There you go. All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to our good friend Penny in the UK. Penny, are you there? Test one two. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and James. Let's um, let's get her back in here. There we go. We're going to do the Discord dance for a little bit to make sure we get everything working appropriately. Still taking your phone calls, guys, talking about what makes Halloween great to you. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and hop on in. There we go. Penny should be good. Penny, welcome to the show. Nope, nope, nope. There we go. All right. Hello. Hello. It's got this weird Discord dance, right? It, like, bounces. All right. Uh, check it out. Uh, James, I'm just going to move us into the caller queue. We're going to go talk to Penny there, okay? I'll move us back after. Okay, there we go. All right, that should be fine. Penny, can you hear us? Test one, two. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Welcome to the show. How Yay. You? Right, you are, we're live on my show at the moment. We nice. should be anyway. Nice. Thank you. Thank so, you for uh, restreaming. Do you want to say hello to the Curious Bunnies, Mike? Yes, of course. Hello to all the Curious Bunnies out there. Happy Halloween. And uh, yeah, you're welcome. Get on the show. Come say hi. We're doing our thing. We've got the, the fancy uh, link you guys always share out. we got a... a, a a whole new setup over here, as you can tell. So, so thanks for uh, thanks. It's very posh. Thank you, appreciate that. Thank you to Penny for uh, hosting us over there. Thanks to uh, all the the curious. Uh, what do we call them? 
the bunnies out there. Thank you to curious all the bunnies. bunnies. The curious bunnies. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks we for are the curious bunnies. We are the army, the, the army of curious bunnies. We uh, are. We are the army. We're questions, not answers. The maybe juice, is it maybe, what you say? The maybe juice. Absolutely. I got some maybe juice. juice. I got some actual I bet you juice are. coming. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's why. So is, that's what, what's the calling? Is it is it is it just Halloween or is it spooky things in general? Anything. anything. What what makes Halloween great? That's the topic of tonight. So meaning any of that. If you've got a spooky story, if you want to talk about uh, traditions of your family or even in your area, the things that happen out there. I'm actually curious to find out from you uh, how they celebrate Halloween in the United Kingdom. That would be fantastic. But if you have a spooky story or anything else, love to hear that as well. Well, just to let you guys know, like in the UK, we don't celebrate Halloween as in a holiday. Do you guys have like a holiday there? Yeah, so it's actually a thing. Uh, the the youngsters uh, get together, uh, young, you know, let's say 10, 12 years old or less, kind of go out uh, trick-or-treating. They dress up like uh, superheroes or scary monsters or whatever. We do that. Okay, yeah. So you do do that. Um, so we it, it, we do that, but we don't have a holiday. Do you actually have like a day off work sort of oh, thing, like Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas? No, unfortunately not. It is not. Uh, no. Okay, yeah. we don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. No. Um, we I know that my American friends, a lot of them decorate their houses. We don't do that. Um, where's the sound? Oh God, I can't hear you. You're good. I hear you. Okay, sorry, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Um, yeah, so we don't like, we do pumpkins. Not everyone does it. Uh, some of us do, if you've got children, we like carve a pumpkin out, uh, take the children trick-or-treating, dress them up as a ghost, you know, trick-or-treat, whatever. Um, get candy if if when you go up to the door and whatever. We do that, but it's not as big as what it is. It's, it's getting bigger. It's an American tradition that has sort of leaked in here. Um, if that makes sense. We don't do Thanksgiving, though, but we are going to a little Halloween party on Wednesday with um, uh, some of Jack's little homeschool friends. So uh, can you hear... Is, is, can you say something, Mike? Just check I can hear you. Yeah, you're coming through loud and clear. Real. Loud and clear. Real. So, yeah, we do We do usually do that. We do sometimes do a ghost hunt. I've done a few ghost hunts, like proper ghost hunts, where I've gone overnight with the medium and, and the Ouija board and everything else like that. But I've never done it on Halloween, which I would love to do. We were going to go on one last night in a big forest where there's apparently portals and the black-eyed children. It's a place called Cannock Chase in England. But uh, I've got two broken toes, Mike, so I couldn't go. I was very upset. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I think I must. Have, I think I knock something. You know, when you walk in, you kick a cupboard or something, and you stub yeah, your toe. I do it all the time. I did that, and then, <laughs> yeah. Well, I looked down, and they were like black the next day. I was like, oh. So um, yeah. So that. <laughs> so we couldn't end up going, but um, I've had like re a lot of paranormal experiences, and it's like they follow me around or something. It's really bizarre. Um, ever since I was a kid, there's been weird things happening. I remember when i was i was only about 12 and i i left my i went to sleep and i left my, my radio on and i sorry i turned it off woke up and it was playing um it was it was one of these raster blaster things from back in the 90s and uh, i unplugged it because i thought god that's annoying it wouldn't it kept, kept turning itself back on i unplugged it and it, i woke it woke me back up again in the night it woke my sister up playing there was no batteries in it it wasn't plugged in um that was really freaky we've had things flying across the room we've had uh, the heating dial going around turning itself on and off 
uh what else have we had i've seen a figure when i was 13 outside my bedroom door but these things do always ramp up around this time of year i don't know why um there's been a lot of activity in my house recently uh things sort of throwing themselves off things uh i'd say once a day these things happen and i don't know whether my personal belief is there are things all around us anyway we just don't see them you know like if you're looking at an airplane and you don't see the propellers when they're going around so quickly but you do when they're stopped so does the veil become thinner at halloween and yeah. we see these things yeah it seems to be like uh not not me for whatever reason i think i think i'm ghost repellent because i don't really ever see these things but just because i don't doesn't mean i discount other people uh matt matt says uh, all divination is boosted on halloween so apparently it's uh, it's that it is that time of year like you like you described the the veil thins and uh I, I like your analogy with the propeller stopping you can't see them until they stop and then when they do well they're in your face and they look terrifying because they're going to cut you in half now right Exactly yeah is you know because like you you think oh I can't just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there so if, if it is thinning the veil you see these things but I I honestly believe that the whether whether they are dead people or whether it's just a, a different um, parallel universes or whatever that is going on around us all the time, we just don't see them. And it, I have things happening all year, but it does ramp up at Halloween. Uh, but yeah, I would love to go on a, a, a proper ghost hunt, at like a, a castle or a haunted house. I've done lots of them at Halloween. But have you never had any paranormal experience ever then, Mike? No, I, I've seen uh, like kind of that shadow stuff out of the corner of your eye sort of stuff, but it's like, oh yeah, you know how you 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 don't know if you're fooling yourself or it's like you know you, you kind of look and you're like, what the hell was that? Am I dreaming? You know, I, I've had that happen for sure. I've had a weird incident uh, with uh, when I was younger with maybe a. I'm not sure if it was somebody in the house, like somebody that shouldn't have been in the house, but it was like I was uh, mm. at somebody else's house watching it. And uh, they were gone for a week or something, so they just wanted somebody to stay there. So I stayed, and uh, I was just playing video games. You know, I was I was like a young twenty something, and uh, there there was a, a sound outside, right? And so there was like the hallway where the light. You know, you have two two switches on different parts of the hallway. You can turn it on on one mm. side and then turn it off on the other, or whatever. So as you walk through, you can you know click click. So I was in one of the bedrooms. It was kind of in the middle of that hallway. And so I came out and I heard this sound and the light turned off. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I should be able to see somebody turning that light off, right? They're like, it should have been like in my vision and it didn't happen. So I, I went sneaking out kind of around the corner and looked and there was, uh, I could see from where I stood out into like the window, like the kitchen window, and I could see stars, Okay. But around the stars or in the middle of them, there was a, a figure. There was literally, I shit you not, like the figure of a person blocking out the stars. It was just pitch black. So I was just like, what? I freaked out because it looked like there was somebody in the house. And, uh, right? and somebody had turned the light off and I was like, holy shit, what just went down? So I ran back to the hallway and flipped the light on and then ran back out and there was nobody there. But you know what's really wow. terrifying? The front door was wide fucking open. Wide open. So there was probably somebody in the Why? house. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it doesn't sound like it. But 
Did you actually see the switch going or not? So you didn't see doing it. Exactly. So that's what yep. I'm saying. So where I was standing when I came out, when I heard the noise, I should have seen somebody turn the switch off because I was able to see both switches on both sides of the hall because I was right in the middle. But there was nobody there, but the light turned itself off. And it wasn't like a, one of those, you know, the light turns off by itself situations. It was uh, somebody switched it because I just turned it back on. It turned right back on. So, yeah, something, somebody, something. Right. Yeah, so that's the only thing ever. But I'm leaning that uh, that was a uh, somebody in the house. So I don't know how a they just open. Yeah, a person, probably a person. But I saw their that, figure that is in the window. Yeah, that's terrifying. They were like like maybe six feet from me, eight feet from me, something like that. And so that's when I freaked out. It could have been a monster. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah, right. Who knows? There you go. The first uh, Michael Strange meets Bigfoot, <laughs> part two, sure. to, to a theater near you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. but that's 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 what happened with me with the with the dial. You know, with the heating dial because I could see it. I could. I kept getting hot and and stuff, and I kept looking, and the heating had turned up. Like this was back in the nineties again, and the dial was like a physical, not a button, a dial, and. We got the we got the the man out, you know, and he says there's nothing wrong with it. I says, Is it broken? What? And he said, No. He says, you know, if it's been turned up, someone's turning it up. And it was like, right, okay. And my, I remember my friend was staying over with me and my sister was there. And then um, we felt hot again and we looked and we actually stood there and watched the dial. And we turned it back down again and we watched it turning. We actually seen it going up. And this was like ninety two before camera phones and stuff, you know. So I didn't get to film it, but uh, stuff like that. But apparently it's, it's All Saints Day tomorrow. Did you guys know that? Yes, uh, All Saints Day, uh, meaning, uh, do, you, do you guys celebrate that there? We, we don't hear it. No, tomorrow. I think it's Catholic, it's a Catholic day, All Saints Day. Okay. Um, and it, it's we are sort of a more Anglican country, so we don't, you know, but uh, apparently it is, it is a Catholic holiday. Um an ancient festival but i don't know that much about it but i wasn't sure whether you guys did anything on you know is it just the all hallows eve that you celebrate or is it all saints day as well in america i don't know because uh, i'm showing my roots here i'm not catholic i, I was uh, not really raised in that in that tradition so i don't know as as if you guys listen to our uh our uh, midnight mass show, I exposed myself as not understanding half the shit that was going on. <laughs> so it, it, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, I, I don't. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just wondered if in America, you know, like you guys do Halloween, do you, do, you, do you, is it just the Halloween thing that you do? Apparently, I'm just having a quick look. It goes back to the 8th century. Pope Gregory Third. he designated November the 1st as a time to honor all saints. Um, the evening before was known as All Hallows Eve. Uh, it says here, and later Halloween. It evolved into a, a day of, of tricking people and festival gatherings. But how it got through to this now, I don't know. But I'll, I'll look into it a little bit more. But I know it's All Saints Day to, uh, tomorrow. Well, today in the UK now we are on we November. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll let you go. I know you've got lots of calls. You, you really are. You, you, your channel is just amazing. You know, you are flying at the moment, Mike. So congratulations because you deserve it. You've worked so hard. So Thank you, you deserve Penny. it, bud. Thank you, Penny. But uh, I, I... yeah, 
and I hit the like it. button. Hit the, hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the like button. Hey, hit everybody, the like. everybody follow the Curious Bunny on YouTube. Pretty please. She's got a, oh, a thanks, she's got a fine group over there and she's doing good work. This is this is the type of stuff, right? I was uh, talking to James a little bit earlier on his show and it's it's basically this is the fight. The revolution is fought with words these days, fought with words and consciousness. And uh, they're doing good work over there, just kind of break down the corruption and some of the things that are happening out there. Uh, you're the best, Penny. Thank you for spending time with us. Oh, thanks thank for, you, Mike. Thanks Take for care. And I'll drop you this cord. Okay. People can ring in. Please, please do. Please do. Uh, will do. Right. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. Appreciate it. Have a great night, Penny. Take uh, care. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So uh, going to move us back into the uh, the other spot there, James, and then we'll get your thoughts on that. And let's, uh, let's keep on yep. rolling. All right. Thanks for the call, Penny. All right, uh, James. Well, so we got a phone call. I see you on the phone. Hang tight. I know you've been there for a little bit. We'll get right to you. James, thoughts on uh, Penny? Yes. On the call? It was a great call. Very interesting. It was nice to, uh, I guess you could say, it was nice to meet you, Penny. And, and here it was um, very interesting and uh, I do agree. There, there's definitely. Um, I do agree that there can be stuff all all around at different times, and it just depends on various circumstances whether or not we notice it, notice it to begin with. So, um, but yeah, great call as always. Ah, like I said, an embarrassment of riches. All the all the fantastic people that call into this show. We are truly blessed to have uh, be in the company of such fine folks. Thank you so much for all all the amazing chat guys, all the amazing calls. Speaking of phone calls, let's go to. Uh, I'm not sure exactly who this is. This looks like it might be a first time caller. Welcome to the show. You are on Trouble Minds with Mike and James. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Oh, uh, exiled. How are you doing? Exiled. What's up, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? I got a question. How well do you know the Curious Penny Bunny? Oh, I see. I see. Is this this is what we're doing? All right. Have a nice day. You're banned. Oh, we're not. We're not. No, we're not. Don't ever come back. Don't ever come back. For fucking real, one hundred percent. I don't fucking play those games. If you're gonna call and you're gonna be pulling shit like that, no. All right, banned. Simple as that. If it's a misunderstanding, you contact me directly and we'll figure this out. If you're going to call in to this show and talk about anybody, anybody in the chat or anybody else, if you want to come at me, you come at me. If you call in to talk about anybody else, you were banned. You got it? No exceptions. Period. You got it? Making sure. Making sure. All right, James, we got some, yes. uh, some river stories to get to. How are you feeling, my friend? Sounds great. Um, yeah, Rivers always has such an interesting information, and I'm looking forward to this. All right, let's do it. Uh, so uh, we got some stuff. So uh, Rivers sent a few stories here that uh, this is uh, – let's take a look at these. There's some pretty cool stuff here. So let's have a look. And uh, this is one um, you guys may or may not have heard of this. The Gorbel's Vampire, the child-eating monster that terrorized Glasgow in the 1950s. Boom. How about that? Let's look at this. You guys have never seen this. I thought this was pretty cool, actually. Uh, River's uh, digging deep and giving us some stories that I've never heard of. So let's, let's read some of this. And uh, yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's uh, look at, uh, let's read it. Uh, for three nights, uh, now this was uh, again in ni the 1950s, the actual tale of the Gorbel's Vampire. 
All right, let's just read a little bit of this, and we'll uh, we'll keep on trucking, talking about this. Thank you for the call, Penny. Uh, and uh, there you go. Uh, and you found out the fastest way to get banned from this show. Here we go. In September of 1954, the children of the Gorbals District of Glasgow were terrorized by tales of a hideous vampire, a ghoulish beast. He was supposedly seven feet tall with blood red eyes and sharp iron teeth. The children called this creature the Gorbals Vampire. They said that it had already killed two young boys drinking their blood and feasting on their flesh. The police refused to comment when pressed uh, when they, when pressed by the claim that and they had no knowledge of these missing children or the vampire who had eaten them. But the children thought they knew better. Now check this out. This gets a little bit even more crazy, right? The reason why this made the news and kind of went nuts is uh, for this reason here. Let's see. What am I doing? How do I? Let's see. Undo that. All right. Here we go. How do I? How do I make this full screen? Let's see. Let's do. I think I kill the chat. Kill this. All right. There we go. All right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. I think we can do it that way. And there we go. All right. So here we go. Uh, Tales and half-truths spread word of mouth. Uh, We, Jimmy, had heard it from Rab, and Rab heard it from Billy. And Billy should know because his cousin's a policeman. Yep, right? That's how this stuff goes, doesn't it? Uh, on September 23rd, Police Constable Alex Deeprose was called to a disturbance at the Gorbals City of the Dead, the southern necropolis. Uh, PC Deeprose was shocked on arrival to find up to 200 kids roaming the graves looking for signs of a vampire. At first, he thought the children were joking, but when they begged him to help find the vampire and drive a stake through its heart, he realized that this was no joke. Yep. Uh, so the, the Tam Smith was a seven-year schoolboy at the time. He recalled the scene in a newspaper interview. Quote, the walls were lined with people. We ventured through the gatehouse and there were loads of kids in there, some wandering around, some sitting on the walls. There were a lot of dogs too and mums and dads with kids. Yep. Uh, we found a place to stand out of the way because there were so many people there. I think the whole of the Gorbals was in the graveyard. It's hard to put an estimate on the number of people. And so what happened is, uh, clearly, this, this kind of went a little bit nuts, uh, meaning that the, the uh, word got out, it was a rumor that was spreading, that the Gorbals vampire was in this particular uh, actual um, uh, cemetery. And rumor was that they had actually uh, murdered two young boys already. And so all of the children were spreading around this rumor in school. It's, it went nuts. And so right when school got out at 3 p.m., all the kids ran to the cemetery to go find the vampire. And well, yep, well, <laughs> here we are. Have you heard this one, James? I have not. Um, that's... Yeah, it makes you. I mean, that's 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 a lot of people to be in that place like that, and it makes me wonder how did the parents get their kids? I mean, the kids get their parents and all them to. That's a lot of people. I mean, apparently enough people, enough kids talked about it to where the parents didn't know what to think. I guess I don't know. That's that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Two two hundred kids plus. Uh, arrived at the cemetery after school to find this vampire, right? So, of course, uh, h- how do you think it ends? Do you think they found a vampire? I'm sure they found something. I don't know what they found. <laughs> I'm sure they found something. All right, so a little bit more from this story. What had caused so many people to believe there was a vampire in their midst? Ronnie Sanderson was an eight-year-old from the Gorbals when the vampire story first spread through the city. 
quote, it all started in the playground. The word was there was a vampire and everyone was going to head there after school. At three o'clock, the school emptied and everyone made a beeline for it. We sat there for ages on the wall, waiting and waiting. I wouldn't go in because it was a bit scary for me. I think somebody saw someone wandering about and the cry went up. There's the vampire. That was it. That was the word uh, to get off the wall and get away from it. So I just remember scampering home to my mother. What's the matter with you? She said, I've seen a vampire and I got a clout around the ear for my trouble. I didn't really know what a vampire was. And uh, there's actual newspaper clippings here. Amazing scene as hundreds of children rush cemetery. That's it. There you go. Uh, this is a true story. This is, a, <laughs> this is an actual thing that happened. Uh, yeah, there you go. And so they're blaming it on a comic book called uh, Dark Mysteries, of course, right? With uh, yeah, that uh, The kids had been reading too many comic books, and that's what caused this mass hysteria, as it were. One of the, the original versions of mass hysteria in Glasgow in the 1950s. And uh, yeah, so the person inside the, the cemetery, it's unclear who it was. They don't know if it's somebody that worked there or somebody just passing through, but apparently it scared the hell out of the kids that were there waiting to find the vampire. Um, and unfortunately, no vampire with, uh, with metal teeth was ever apprehended. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Looking to hear from you guys. 702-957-1037. Talking about scary stories. Talking about uh, Halloween. How does it make you feel? Uh, we're here with our good friend James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal Podcast. And we're just uh, we're, we're talking about some, uh, some articles that Rivers sent. Some scary things that you may not have heard of regarding Halloween. I don't know. Thoughts on this? On the, uh, the vampire with the metal teeth, James? This is why, part of why um, I think the paranormal sometimes gets a bad reputation because people kind of, they get ideas in their, in their mind and, and it seems like it's a, a, just, I don't know, it's like it's a story and they get so focused on it and then it turns out there's no real evidence of it, um, as in this case. I think this is part of why it's it's there's a stigma attached to it in some cases. Well, uh, I think I, it, I I've never had anything like this happen on the schoolyard where the rumor was out that there was a vampire going to be at the local cemetery and everybody beelined out there. So there, this is a this is a, a pretty good case of the the maybe maybe the rumor mill happening. I don't know. And not only that, well, um, looking for a vampire with metal teeth. I don't know. I love it. Never heard this story before. I'm with you, James. This is from, uh, again, this is a, a submission to the show by Rivers. And so, like I said, if you guys want to uh, submit uh, things to ideas, show ideas, if you want to be on the show, you're definitely invited. All that stuff, you guys know, tr send me some emails or uh, join the Discord. Troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, or you can send me an email at troubledmindsradio at gmail. All right, there's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, not enough for you, vampires? Tonight, with metal teeth, 1950s. Well, how about this? How about this one? This is from Mag... Mag uh, wait, is it? Magonia Archive, Magonia Magazine. And this is the case of the Liverpool leprechauns. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, exceptional things were happening in Liverpool during 1964 when the Beatles returned, uh, of course, to the city July 10th for the premiere of their first film, A Hard Day's Night. 150,000 people lined the streets to greet them. A less well-known fact is that a few days earlier, thousands of children and curious adults went hunting for leprechauns in a Liverpool park. The incident is of interest because of the rapid spread of the rumor and because it appears that a rumor was restricted to a to school children. Uh, and was especially strong among pupils of Roman Catholic schools in the area. According to the Liverpool Daily Post, dated July 2nd, 1964, the leprechauns were first seen on the night of Tuesday, June 30th. Uh, and uh, nobody knew how the rumor started, but one nine-year-old boy told the Post reporter, Don McKinley, that, quote, Last night I saw little men in white hats throwing stones and mud, at each other on the bowling green. Honest, mister, I did. Oh, yeah. Got to love the honest, mister, I did, right? Uh, there you go. What, really? Yeah, that's, wow. Yeah, all right, there you go. All right, blocked. Get lost, buddy. Get lost. Literally get out of here. <laughs> what a joke. Uh, okay, all right. Seriously, if you have a problem with anybody in this chat, then you have a problem with me. You got it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're a coward, first off, because never mind. Never mind. That's it. That's it. You're banned. And you keep coming. I'm going to keep banning you. So just uh, just there you go. Anyway, uh, leprechauns. Why not do leprechauns, right? We usually talk about this during uh, wherever it's going to happen, right? But the center of this leprechaun activity was the Bowling Green in Jubilee Park, which is to the east of the city center of the Edge Lane District. On the second night of the scare, July 1st, the Bowling Green was so crowded that the police had to clear the park and guard it from the marauding leprechaun hunters who were prone to tear up plants and turf in their search for the little creatures. There you go. There you go. Uh, More leprechauns. More leprechauns. (laughs) Oh, boy. How about this one? We we never talked about this, James. What are your thoughts on leprechauns? I mean, again, there's, there's so many stories about them over the years. I, I I don't discount. I can't say they're not possible. Um, I do think it's interesting that I always wonder how people are able to distinguish between those and other because there's various other smaller uh, creatures that have been seen around the world and just that's very interesting that, that so many different people in different areas have seen things and they all different names and I'm sure there's some differences but that's um that's definitely one. It's been definitely been uh, around and used in popular culture, culture even up to today. So very interesting. Yes, agreed. Uh, we we have not done a ton of um, leprechauns on the show, and I think it's interesting that we had a couple cases of actual like newspaper clippings and mass hysteria, police reports, and uh, well, there you go, there you go, good stuff. Good stuff, as always. Looking here from you guys, 702-957-1037. Matt's got it right. Leprechauns freak me out. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. Totally. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, we are still taking phone calls. And uh, 702-957-1037. Uh, thanks to Jay. Jay in New York for actually testing this out. Let's go to Jay. Let's go to Jay on the uh, add him to the stream. And uh, there we go. Apparently, there when you are. click there the we link, are. we put you on the show. What's up, Jay in New York? How are you, my man? Welcome, welcome to the show. You're on with Mike and James. What's on your mind tonight, my man? Happy Halloween, Happy Halloween guys. guys. Uh, we have uh, the we echo. Have the echo. 
Thank you. You too. Uh, let's see. How do we... So I think... How do I stop that? I'm not sure I can stop that. Do you have the stream running anywhere else? No, I just hit no, the phone, Mike. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, is it running? The stream running somewhere else? That might be the ear echo. It's not coming through on the stream as far as I know. No, it's me, no, it's coming, me back coming back on my, on my self. self. Gotcha. Okay. I think uh, the mic check, guys, are we are we cool? Let's see. Um, let's see. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go. What'd that do? What'd that do? That's better. Uh, That's better. Oh, we, did oh we did it. We did it. Is it better? All right. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Oh, so go ahead. Oh, what, what are your thoughts on Halloween and the rest of this? Well, I love, well, the, I love the costumes. It's, you it's, know, I worked, you know, in, I worked bars in bars for years. For years. For years. The echoes back, back, Mike. I'm going to call you on the Discord. Discord. Okay. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to get this figured out. Like I said, it's, uh, it seems to not be exactly perfect just yet. Yeah. You echo, yeah, you yourself, echo yourself, a yourself a little bit. Technical not me. Technical details, details we'll deal with later. Deal with later. Exactly. I hear everything perfectly, but yeah, we'll catch you on the discord. There you go. Let's see. Um, all right. Okay. All right. So, uh, that's it. That's uh, that, there we go. We're going to get to, uh, we're going to get to, uh, Jay in just a sec here. Uh, there's more, there's more from, uh, from rivers actually. Let me, uh, let me get this stuff too. Let me go. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, rivers has been great about sending me some, uh, some great stories. So I, I didn't want to leave them out here. Uh, so let's do this. Let's go. Let's go to. Um, let's see. This is <laughs> this at uh, the email. She called it uh, "Bring Your Own Beer." There you go. What's up, Rivers? If you're still out there, thanks for thanks for sending these awesome stories. All right, let's go to another one. I got a whole bunch I pulled up as well, but I think it's more important to get to uh, to the stuff that people send. Right. Uh, this is uh, again. This is sort of a crowdsourced show, like I've always said, and that's what this is about. So let's get to. Uh, Let's get to, let's see, here we go. Um, this one's a little dark. Uh, all right, let's do this. This works. This is a little dark, but we'll, we'll roll with it because it's Halloween after all. Let's see, where is this? Oops, did I shut it down? Uh-oh, uh, I lost the tab. Where are we at? Okay. Um, okay, anyway, all right, we're going to just pretend like uh, everything is working fine. Is the stream still on? <laughs> Yeah, you're st well, at least I still hear you, but yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Let's see. Let's go there. There are too many, too many different tabs up. Too many different tabs. Let's see. All right. Okay, anyway, let's just read this. So uh, this is from uh, treblezine.com, and this is how Gloomy Sunday came to be known as the Hungarian suicide song. And if you want some darkness, well, there it is. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Troubled Minds on Halloween. Uh, what, what's going on, guys? I see you there. Uh, Short Quick says, Irish leprechauns, gold cauldrons, rainbows. Yep, uh, there it is. Let's read just a little bit of this. Uh, Hungary has the dubious distinction of having given birth to two of the most prolific, cruel, and remorseless figures to fit the profile of a serial killer, even before the term had been coined. One is Erzabet Bathory. Everybody remember him? A sadistic noblewoman, or her, I mean. See, uh, that's why I couldn't remember her first name because it's unpronounceable. <laughs> a sadistic noblewoman who used her status to bring cruel and horrific torture and punishment upon untold sums of victims, anywhere between 100 and 650, and whose eventual increasingly outlandish legend saw her bathing in the blood of her victims to ensure her eternal beauty. Uh, the other one is a song. The song Gloomy Sunday came to existence during one of history's bleakest moments. Written in 1933 by Hungarian pianist and composer Rezo Seris against the backdrop of the Great Depression and an increasing fascist influence in Hungary, 
and originally recorded in 1935 by Paul Kalmar, the song is something of a plea for mercy uh, as humanity is at its worst. Uh, Sereris's original published lyrics were titled, uh, I can't speak uh, Hungarian, so I'm going to just translate it to The World is Ending. Well, that sounds like a, like a horrific song. Uh, and uh, yeah, there we go. The world is ending. And so let's see. A key sample lyric translates to meadows are colored red with human blood. There are dead people on the streets everywhere. Wow. Just to give a frame of reference for the level of darkness that Ceres's competition harbored. No wonder it's been blamed for anywhere between 17 and over 100 suicides. To hear Gloomy Sunday to be blanketed in tragic beauty, the song's minor key melody is once incredibly catchy and ominously dark, crafted to evoke a sense of despair that transcends language. All right, so I'm not going to play that song for you guys just because it's Halloween and uh, why not, right? (laughs) Have you ever heard of that one? James? I, yeah, I've heard of that one. Um, and that idea of a song that can... I mean, the whole idea of songs that can cause people to do things, almost like as a form of like a mind control thing, that's been around for a while, too. Um, I think in different... Especially like in works of fiction, um, I can think of... not There wasn't that song that was used, but just an idea of something similar I've seen that used in a couple of different... Uh, at least one... Uh, animated series that I used to watch years ago. Um, it's kind of used near the end of it. So, yeah, that's a very... And, I mean, there's something to that, possibly, where cause, because sound, it's sound, it's vibrations. I mean, I don't know that it's that's the case with that one for sure, obviously. But, the, you know, we we know that energy is... is part, of it, part of energy is vibrations. And so that idea is very... Um, that's a scary idea. Yeah, it's uh, again like we like we say that uh, that's why that's why positivity on this show is paramount, right? Meaning that you know, like if you're gonna you're gonna be negative toward everybody else, it's um, it's just not like like uh, go you know go go some, one go somewhere else and two like like literally like your 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 words and intentions have effect. They land at some point, you know. So uh, that's why that's why I'm not going to play this song for you tonight. Just because, well, we're having a good time. We're talking about Halloween and uh, yeah, sharing some great stories here. Now, here's another one. Um, this is from the publicdomainreview.org, and again, uh, sent by Rivers. Like I said, Rivers uh, sent me some some pretty good stuff this month because uh, it's a, it's a Halloween, and uh, this is the type of stuff I like because you have um, you get some interesting um, stuff regarding uh, not just. Uh, spooky stories but things you've never heard of and uh that's the stuff i love to hear because right we've all heard the you know the legend of sleepy hollow as fantastic as it is well there's a ton of other fantastic old stories that we can uh, we can get into as well so let's uh let's check on jay he's probably in the discord waiting here yes he is let's try and pull him in and then we'll get to this other this other bit in just a moment jay welcome to the show Are you there buddy am i on on mute everything you were on am i doing Everything is fine. Everything's working perfectly, Jay. Welcome to the show. How the echoing you? thing kind of really was. I'm hard hearing that kind of thing before. We... Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's it's tough. It's tough uh, for sure. It might be the solar flare. We're up there pretty far north, you know. It, it could be. It could be. Exactly. But, but that's we've okay. had problems with the internet and everything else like that. But happy Halloween, everybody! Very cool that P- Penny gets a call in. 
that was that was neat interaction between the two shows. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good I stuff. Just, we were trying to tentatively plan something, and uh, it as as you know, we did the James show before this, and so I was like, I was like, oh crap! Now I got to eat. I got to get this. I got to do this real fast. <laughs> I was running out of time. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't plan it a little better, but uh, Penny made it happen. Now, definitely good stuff. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was. I like the new format and everything. It's neat. I like the fact that the chat will be there in the YouTube video as it comes up live. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. That's a, that's some interesting stuff comes on in the chat. Yeah, you think? <laughs> that's a, that's that's tweaking the engagement algorithms, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, everybody remember to give Mike the brownie face. Right on exactly. the Facebook, exactly. gives them five more points. Give me the angry face, exactly. I'm I, I'm working for your angry face emoji, guys. So uh, there we go. <laughs> but uh, so so, what about Halloween for you, Jay? Uh, I know you've got some spooky stories with some of the stuff that you've been doing for with the the Masonic Temple and some other stuff, uh, which he's not a Mason, by the way. But he he ended up with a temple. But I don't know. I don't want to funnel you into those stories because you've told those to us several times before. But I don't know. What What are your feelings on um, on uh, Halloween and uh, how are you feeling tonight, my friend? I'm feeling fantastic. I mean, you know, we took the kids out trick or treating, and you know, the people were giving away handfuls of candy because there's just weren't that many kids out there, you know. So every time the toddler tornado ran up to somebody's door and screamed trick or treat, they got a handful of candy in there. We had to go back to the car like three times to dump the candy in the trunk. You know, nice. so it was fun. That's amazing. You know, that's <laughs> that, that's a, that's a good night if you ask me. And we only did like an hour and a half of the three hours that it was supposed to be too, because the older kids started coming out and stealing the honor candy off the porch and ring cameras and people yelling and trick or treat sometimes it's a trick you know it's it's halloween hell yeah but hell yeah so so it, i don't know it was good it was good yeah it was good you know i mean favorite halloween story is probably the first party we had at the temple we didn't have power or nothing we'd like gain possession of the building like maybe a week tops before so people were breaking into the building forever and ever and ever so we decided to halloween you know a week after we bought it that we would shovel off enough space in the ballroom that people could come in and walk around and have a drink with us and stuff like that and we had a contest for the best costume and people were like coming back and seeing who how the costume contest was going and we didn't tell anybody. And this girl in a, she was a Venus flytrap. It was the best costume I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> nice. Her skirt was a pot. She had on like black leggings. Her skirt was a pot. And then she had all these little, I don't know, pool noodles or whatever they were that she'd painted up the way that she did with the little Venus flytrap heads on it. And I was like, that's awesome. That's a awesome. You made it. You took the effort. You thought about it and everything else like that. And I felt so bad because the prize was two bags of debris plaster. Really? <laughs> that, that was the great prize. You have to take them with you. We That was the joke all night long. We were trying to get people to take bags of plaster away because, we, you know, they, I was bagging them up in the wood pellet stove bags just so we could pick it up and throw it in the dumpster or whatever. 
so there was room for people to walk around. That's probably my favorite Halloween story, you know. Nice. We had candles, went and bought the CVS, the little drugstore right around the corner from the place. We went over there and we bought all their teacup candles, and that's how we lit the place. That's all I did all night long was run my lighter and light more teacup candles just so you could see in there because it was so it was a you know it was the grand ballroom of the masonic temple you know they had operas and stuff like that in there and all kinds of fancy things so completely dark so if you didn't have like no power no nothing it was a lot of fun you know experiences like that it's like all of them if you take your experiences and you look at it at the good thing you're going to pull the positive energy out of it you know i really haven't seen a negative thing in halloween you know there's people that do mean things all the time daily but you know halloween is usually kind of cool because people are working on their costumes or their parties or making sure they have enough candy and, you know parades we have parade well not in the last two years but we used to have a halloween parade every year cub scout troops and High school bands and stuff like that would be in it. March up and down the street the weekend before or after Halloween. You know, it was a good time. Hell yeah, lots of good times, man. That's what that's what this uh, time of year is about. You know, it's uh, like like Matt was saying earlier. It's it's kind of you don't know what the winter will bring, and so uh, let's celebrate this moment because you know uh, I don't know. Like hate 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 to shake the bone in anything or anybody, but you never know, right? You never know. Tomorrow is not granted, and uh, we shouldn't take it as such. And uh, well, so it's uh, just a, it's a time to celebrate. I agree with you 100%. Even though I, I just, uh, it's miserable to me. <laughs> I like it warm outside, but what can you do? What, you know, I, I, oh, come I, on, man. You're in Vegas. I'm in upstate New York, buddy. Ex- well, exactly. I mean, That's my point. That's my I mean, point. You're, I'm still we're like shorts. looking at, you're still wearing shorts. Still I got on shorts. a heated jacket with a heater on. <laughs> I'm still literally wearing shorts right now. Yes, uh, I made it. Hashtag no pants till November. Still got shorts on. Yeah, I mean, so I'm with you, but come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I mean, there's abundance now. If I mean, if you look at the farming and things like that, I mean, right now there's an abundance. I mean, grapes and all of it, you know. The Beaujolais Wine Festival is in, what, a week, week and a half. You know, the new wine. All that, it's the beginning of the harvest. I mean, that's kind of how I look at Halloween. You know, all the farms, you know, they're selling all their pumpkins and watermelons and potatoes and carrots, all the root vegetables. The garlic festivals are coming up now because you, you know, plant. Might be a little bit of paganistic rituals and stuff like that, but it's, whether you agree with the tradition or not, now's the time of year that you plant your garlic if you want it to grow. You know, now's when you harvest your, you know, potatoes and things like that, you know, so there's an abundance now. So Halloween has always kind of been like a celebration, you know, it's like, hey, the farms are alive, they're making money, you know. It's I like just, it. You had me at garlic, bro. You had me at garlic. <laughs> I was I was just dreaming. Oh my gosh, it's free. It's free. People are like giving it away now. You can, I have a 25 bundle sitting on top of my refrigerator that some guy at work came and he goes yeah farmer's market's not doing so good this year have some garlic and i'm like dude that's enough for like the whole year and he goes plant some and i'm like then what the hell am i gonna do i'm gonna have enough for like 20 years 
that's the point, you know, just grow it and share it. Garlic is easy. You just basically throw it in the ground on the hunter's moon and leave it alone. Yes, exactly. Cut the scapes off. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, let's get let's get let's get off of potatoes and garlic as much as I love. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, you're making my mouth water. But let's get back to Halloween, James. Anything for Jay? What's up, boys? I, I love that party. The way you described it, Jay. And hello, good to, good to hear you again. And yeah, I love that party. Um, that's just that's great. But um, yeah, no, I I think um, you know. That's definitely part of it. The whole, um, you know, as always, deal, dealing with uh, planting and and harvesting and all that. That's, I mean, further back you go, the more important that was to everyone. I mean, now, obviously now not everyone is into that because they live in places where that stuff is just brought in. But it's still important, and I, I think it's a that's a good thing to bring up, even if we don't. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about it, but it's still very interesting to hear about, too. One of the odd things that I remember about now that I live in New York and I grew up in Ohio is that you didn't go out trick-or-treating on Halloween. You went out on Beggar's Night, which was always the night before Halloween. And then on Halloween, you went out and you, well, that guy didn't give out candy. He deserves two rolls of Charmin through his trees, you know? That's what you did on Halloween. The day before, you went out trick or treating, or they called it beggars' night. You went out begging, and then I remember hearing stories about it. And I was in school, and it goes all the way back into like you know, thirties and depression era kind of stuff. That you know, the kids were going around and they were taking the abundance, you know, and people were giving it to them. I mean, they weren't getting candy back in nineteen thirty. That's you know. They were getting turnips and stuff, I think. But, I don't know. There's a lot of history to Halloween. I think it's a lot of it's missed is because of the stories that just aren't told or the way that traditions change. You know, it's always been a creepy time of year, you know. It's dark at 5 o'clock. Cold and rainy. Spooky. I don't know. I like it. I've always liked it. I mean, even as a little kid, you know, but like the contests for the costumes and things like that. Yeah, it's it, fun. It is. A, it is a nice time of year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, okay. So uh, we got, uh, we're, we got one more story to tell here. We, I could go on all night. Honestly, I got, I pulled up like 20 stories to talk about and kind of really dig into this, but we've just been talking to each other. And I think that's, that's more important here is, uh, kind of, kind of finding, uh, finding, just finding some time to hang out and, and kick it and shoot the shit. Um, which is, uh, which is good. It, it's kind of good to have no radio clock or none of that stuff. Just, uh, kind of hang out and talk spooky stories and, and kind of get how, how people are feeling about this type of stuff. So, so we'll get to this story in a bit, the, the novel written from the Ouija board, which, uh, yeah, sounds scary enough. Uh, again, uh, a river's submission. So again, if you guys want to submit, uh, stories to talk about in the future, of course, we're going to keep doing, of course, spooky stuff. Uh, you can hit me at troubled minds radio at Gmail and, yeah, uh, join the Discord, troubledminds.org. Uh, Let's see, I got it here. I, I wrote it down so I don't have to remember. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. And just hanging out. Hanging in there, James. How you feeling, buddy? Yeah, and I do have one quick um, ghost story I could tell you at some point, whatever works best for the show uh, tonight before we go. I could I could share one. Not, it's not, not a long one, so um, I think that'd work. Sure. 
So how about right now? Okay. So um, I've been, I've talked before, some of you know, I've had a lot of experiences in a lot of places over the years. But um, one place that had activity that it wasn't just, I wasn't the only one that experienced things. It was my, um, my at the time it was my stepmom and my dad's house. And um, this was back in the 90s. My cousin and I would get together, and a lot of times we'd go to his house, which is where I had my first experience. But this one weekend, we got together at my dad's house. I was staying at my stepmom at the time, their house. And, um, of course, my cousin has always had, had lots of... Um, he always got, like, all the, the video, video game systems that came out. and So he actually brought, like, a small TV and one of his video game systems over. And we set it up in the in the bedroom where I was staying at the time, and um, it was this long narrow bedroom. And it had like a, a ceiling fan, and it was the middle of summer, but it wasn't bad in there. But we were up, we were up all night playing games, and um, the ceiling fan was off, and so we were just sitting there talking and playing games. And then we started to hear the, the sound of the fan turning on. And it actually turned on and went up to full speed. And my cousin and I, at this point, we'd already had a few experiences, so we were we were surprised and a little bit freaked out, but we didn't really want to run. And like that was just like, wow, that's interesting. And um, it went on for some time, and then eventually, I forgot which one of us asked, but uh, eventually one of, us, one of us was like, well, do you think we should turn it I think it was my cousin, because um, it was not his house, so... He said, do you think we should turn it off? And as soon as he said that, it started to slow down, and then it, it stopped. Like someone had turned it off. And this was back in the 90s. I don't think there were remote controls for fans at that point. At least they weren't <laughs> common anyway. I, I don't think so. Uh, well, yeah. And so, yeah, that was a, that was a uh, interesting thing that happened that I don't know how to explain uh, with, you know, scientifically or logically. So there, there you go. There's your ghost story for the night. Nice, nice. Uh, I prefer like uh, the ghost story to mine, where it might have been a person breaking into the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I much prefer the, the the fan shutting off or turning on or whatever. Like any anything is better than just somebody walking in the front door and turning your light off. <laughs> I'll take it. I agree with you, Mike. I'd rather deal with a ghost. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and not only that, remember it wasn't my house. It was I was watching a house for somebody else. Like that's that's the worst part. It's like. What in the world just happened, right? They're out of town. Like, nobody should be, like, walking in the front door. And clearly it was locked. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, great story, James. I, I, yeah, like I said, I'm with you. I'd rather much prefer that than something else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, tons of good stuff, actually. So uh, I, have, I have his link up here. Please uh, follow James at salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. Uh, his links are down below. Just follow, follow down on uh, both Rockfin and on YouTube. You can find his links easily. He's got a podcast where he talks about paranormal stuff three times a week. And uh, we, we actually, him and I did a show uh, on his, his, uh, his stream uh, tonight before we started this stream. So if you're, uh, you're into that, go check it out. Go give uh, James some love. Follow him up on all the podcast platforms and uh, spread the word. If you're, if you're into spooky stuff, like he said, uh, the, for him, it's Halloween all year long. All year long. And there you go. All right. So let's go to uh, still taking your call, guys. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Uh, Jay, 
Stay there. Don't go anywhere. We got a story from Jennifer real quick. She wants to uh, tell us what's up. Let's go to uh, Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey. So I have one spooky story that sure. I really want to tell because <laughs> it was just really weird. Sure. Go right ahead. But um, it's not scary, particularly scary, but it's extremely strange. So there was an old house I moved into. It was several years back. And the house was in pretty bad shape. Like, um, the man who had lived there had, well, there were circumstances around it. But when I looked at the house, there were stacks and stacks of magazines, like popular mechanics and newspapers, all, like, carefully bound up and stacked. And there was, um, he had obviously <clears throat> been a heavy smoker. And so the walls, the wallpaper and everything, it was an older gentleman, and he had lived there for years. And so it really showed. It was just a little house, but I rented it. After I'd moved in, I asked the neighbor, you know, what, what I went up in a conversation with them about the man who had lived there. And I actually, when I started describing him, I knew who the man was. I'd seen him in the downtown area. And it was this old man who had like, he always wore a suit. And he had, like, a long beard and kind of long hair. And I guess this had been his house. And the story is very tragic. What had happened was that the people who had lived down the road, a young couple, apparently, who were degenerate, sort of, had come by the house and asked to use the phone. He had let them in, and they had hit him over the back of the head and stolen a little bit of the money he had. He later died of those injuries. And this is the house I moved into. Okay, so I had been in the house just a few days, and there was this cat that appeared, and it was just on the kitchen table, and the house came with the table, so I left the table there, and it was this gray cat who was, like, really old, and I named it Jumper, and he was very kind of grouchy old cat, and he basically came with the house. I'm assuming he was the man's cat because he was always in the house. Like I, I was like, okay, so there's a cat, <laughs> you know, and I just assumed, and I knew there had probably been a cat because I just found an area that kind of seemed, you know, I mean, it seems to me that it was probably his cat or he was feeding it or something. But so I get the house, I tear out all the wallpaper. I rip out carpet. Like I go the whole thing. I order a dumpster. I have everything thrown away and I start to settle into this little house. And there were lots of things about the house that were really strange. Like it would, if it, it was really old. So if it would rain, like the kitchen had these really great old like oak beams across the kitchen, I'd have to put pails to catch all the rainwater if it rained, things like that. Now, after being there a little while, I was, I was not uncomfortable with the house at all. But the first, after the first couple of nights, I'd wake up and the back door would be standing open. And I would think to myself, like the wind had blown it open. I had forgotten to lock it. It had a deadbolt. So I started to double check that door, deadbolt it, that kind of thing. And it was still, I thought, and I had been deadbolting it because it still continued to come open. And eventually I wedged a butter knife, like at the top of the door too, thinking that would somehow help went to sleep, woke up, the back door was open, the butter knife was on the floor. And then 
one day I was in the kitchen and I was putting dishes away and I opened the cabinet where I was keeping the dishes in the kitchen and sitting in front of my plate on the cat, on the little ledge there where the, you know, where I had my plate was a tooth. <laughs> what? It was a back molar. <laughs> it was a back molar tooth root and all like the whole tooth was sitting in front of my plate in my kitchen. And I like stood there and at first I wasn't sure what it was. And then I looked at it and when I realized it was a tooth, I was really freaked out, like (laughs) really freaked out. (laughs) And so I talked to my mom and I talked to a couple of the people and everything about the situation. I still had the tooth and I took that tooth. And I put it into a coffee can and I wrapped it with some stuff. I did this thing and I put a faint coin in there and I buried it by the bush that was by the front gate and everything with the door stopped. Like the door stopped coming open and everything. Whoa. But I think it was possibly like, I think it was him. I think he had lived there for so long. They say he wore that suit because he was waiting to, like, so that he would be well. Oh, perfect. Uh, hold on. Calling back. Calling back, Jennifer. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's what happens when you use uh, free services like Google Voice. All right. Or back. it's the solar flare. Yeah, yeah. So it could be the solar. Yeah, we might be able to get back on. Uh, all right. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to drop the call here. Sorry to you. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if she can even still hear me. Let's see. Uh, it is not reconnecting. Yep. Yep. There's your solar flare. No, 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 nothing. Okay. All right. We're going to have to kill the phone line. All right. So, sorry about that, Jennifer. Uh, thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the story. That is creepy. That is super creepy. And uh, with that, we're going to just shut the phone down for the night because, well, yes, it's about that time anyway. But. Uh, it could be the solar flare. There's your solar flare. All right, all right. That's uh, that's pretty creepy. The the tooth itself uh, burying it in the bush. What's what's going on with that? I was thinking that the tooth fairy wanted a refund. They're like, hey, this this tooth is does is not up to par. I want my five bucks back or whatever, right? Jeez, <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Jennifer. All right, all right. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard that, Jay. Wow, I'm just I feel like she was in my house that story that she was telling because it's the funeral home you know and tell everybody all the time i live in an old funeral home and it's like some of those crazy stories that she was telling about the stuff that was going on in her house because we just ignore it you know i i don't know why we do you know we just ignore it you don't turn the tv off you know you just ignore those things that go on <clears throat> but Wow, a tooth by the plates? That's creepy. I don't know. Yeah, I might have pooped. I, to be honest, went down there and saw something like that. You know, just I don't know. The you know you, this the whole spirit thing that goes on. I mean, I really think the more that you know, James was kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. Is that you know the more weight that you give it, you kind of creep yourself out. Then you know. 
grows on itself. And I think that's one of the things that, why I don't, you know, because I knew when I was moving into the funeral home, you're moving into a funeral home, you know, be prepared kind of thing. You know, we had people come and burn sage and stuff like that before we actually moved in. Just why wouldn't you? Seems like a good insurance policy. And there's just, you know, nutty stuff, you know, the mirror in the bedroom when you walk by, there's always, it seems like there's somebody out of the corner of your eye, but you really can't see them. You turn around and you look and they're gone. But Jennifer's story was reminding me a lot about the guy here lived here. I think he was like 97 years old when he died or crazy crap like that, you know, wouldn't leave the house, wouldn't go to the nursing home, wanted to die in you know, just yeah, uh, sat vacant for 25 years because of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, we got, we got a joke here, uh, from Ronald. It's, uh, it's worth reading. He, he's always spitting jokes over there in Rockfin, but he says, uh, the, the tooth will set you free. <laughs> well, I, I here's one of the things that's really crazy is that there was some stuff downstairs in the basement, Mason jars that looked an awful lot like the stuff in the physiology class in college part wise, you know? And at one point, you know, it's like, what do you do with them? What do you do with them? It's like, I was cleaning out the basement. It was like, I'm just throwing them in the dumpster. I'm getting rid of them. And now Jennifer says you bury them by the front gate. And it was like, well, now I have to go up to the dump and start digging around to try to find them, to bring them back, to get rid of it. You know? It's odd things like that that I I see, you know, I work on old buildings, so I mean there's always creepy things, creepy sounds like what Austin was talking about with the hawks and falcons and stuff like that, chasing the pigeons around in the building. You know? That's a creepy sound, man. If you've ever heard like of one of those hawks or falcons that chase the pigeons around in the big cities in like a parking garage or something like that. You'll think Terminator or something like that is coming in for you. You know, the Predator, sorry, would be a better analogy. The Predator. You know, just the Predator. The Predator. Just, no, I've yeah. heard that in that temple, too, you know. I was over there one night shoveling up plaster into a giant pile, hoping I'd get a dumpster. And there was a sound out there that it was just a blood-curdling, screaming yell. And it was like, what is that? Go check it out. And it's like, no, stupid. Lock the door and leave. You know, get out of it. And then that's what I ended up doing, you know. I oh, think yeah. that, I mean, really, I mean, you skinwalk a ranch. It's like, you want to go there? Really? I mean, maybe. How much money are you paying me? You know, kind of thing. I mean, that's, you want to deal with those creepy things like that. I mean, you need to be careful. I mean, you know, we all have a pretty intelligent group of people here that, you know, lots of different experiences. I mean, at least if you're going to go into something like that, be semi-educated on what you should and should not do. You know, 
Yeah, that's part that's part Oops. of it, right? That's part of what creeps me out. Uh, so so let's wrap this up, boys. We got that. We've been at this for quite some time. We also did the the James stream before. So uh, before you wear out the Michael Strange for the rest of the week, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Well, I'm still going to tell this last story here from Rivers that sent us the the novel written from the Ouija board, which is creepy as hell just by itself. But uh, your thoughts there on any of that stuff, uh, James? Uh, well, while Jay's here as well, you guys don't got to go. Stay right there. Unless you got to go, then you're welcome to go. I know it's late. It's getting late, but. Yeah, they're very interesting that once she, once Jen, Jennifer buried that tooth, that thing stopped. That's very something was connected to that. Obviously, I mean, um, so that's very interesting to that. And yeah, I, that's um, it's definitely best to be careful. And I, I always am. I know it may not always seem like I am because I do talk about all this stuff all the time. But I was telling Jay this a little while back. I'm always in my mind just keeping up a uh, kind of a positive thought kind of shield kind of thing in my mind against all this stuff um, even if I don't say it out loud I'm always um, kind of just keeping that in mind and and I think it's important to do that and not to be af- afraid all the time but just to, to know that there are there are um, you know forces out there with all different kinds of intentions and but it's like that and, and with people. There are all kinds of people out there. That's why I, I feel like it's important to, to be careful with that, but not to play into the fear of it as much as people do sometimes. Um, but yeah, very interesting uh, call and uh, stories all, all tonight. Great stuff. 100%. Like I said, we're, uh, we're, we're blessed with an embarrassment of riches, all the fine folks that call into this show. Um, so uh, let's, let's tell this final story, and then we'll do the outro with Jay and Jay, uh, Jay and James. And uh, unless you got anything you want to mention there, I think, uh, I think you actually did already, uh, Jay, regarding uh, Jennifer's story and all the rest. Yeah, I mean, it just exactly. I mean, James is right, you know. It's like how we're thinking about things and stuff. It's it's a great interaction, you know. I mean, making the mind wander about these things is intelligent, you know. And just we're growing, you know. Everybody's ideas stems everybody else's ideas, and I'm rattling Mike. Let's hear the keep you on until the sun comes up. Okay. Sometimes. All right. Let's hear the story. Let's hear the story. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, all right. Hold on one moment. Okay. All right, so uh, as we finish up tonight, basically here's what we're going to try and do. We'll try and make this a uh, troubled minds tradition going forward here is, uh, like I said, if we keep on punching and keep, you know, God willing, you don't want to count years, let alone tomorrow. But uh, we'll try and, uh, like I said, we got uh, lots of fantastic folks that to contribute, call in, in the chat, everything else, just uh, just this, um, this community is growing in, in massive ways. And uh, the, the quality of people we're attracting is uh, admirable. And so, like I always say, I feel blessed that we have uh, all of this, the embarrassment of riches, which, of course, is you guys. So thanks again for hanging out with us tonight. We're going to do one more story here that Rivers sent in. Uh, she sent me a, a batch of stories for Halloween that uh, kind of really were sort of out of place for an, an entire show, but I thought they were perfect in place for tonight because we were just kind of going through and talking about Halloween and uh, spooky stuff and what it means to you and the traditions and all the rest of this. So shout out to Rivers. Thank you for sending me this good stuff. Um, one more time, follow James on salcedoparanormal.podbean right there on the uh 
on the screen, and you can also scroll down and find his links in the in the uh, down below on YouTube and Rockfin as well. So here here we go. Let's uh let's tell this story again. Shout out to Rivers uh, for sending me this great stuff, and here you go. Let's uh let's read this just a little bit of this. Now this is crazy. Uh, there's this novel called Jap Heron. J a p h e r r o n was a novel written supposedly by a deceased Mark Twain from beyond the grave dictated via the medium of a Ouija board. The scribe, faithfully taking down notes, or perhaps a little more than just that, depending on your view, was Emily Grant Hutchings, Emily Grant Hutchings, a woman who had actually corresponded with Twain 15 years earlier. In their exchange of letters, he had given her advice and, interestingly, also marked her, uh, marked one of her letters with the words, Idiot Must Preserve. Idiot must preserve. According to the lengthy introduction by Hutchings, the coming of Jap Heron, she and a woman named Lola Hayes began receiving messages from Twain in 1915 when playing around with a Ouija board at a spiritualist meeting in St. Louis. Dallying with such occult techniques was not unusual for the time, and it seems receiving literary output from the great beyond was not so unusual either. Uh, the Jap Heron book came out at a time when the Ouija board communications of Patience Worth by a St. Louis writer, Pearl Curran, a friend of Hutchings, who was president during the first communications with Worth, was also capturing national attention. Indeed, as a New York Times article of the, of the time remarks, Jap Heron was the third novel in the last few months that has been claimed the authorship of Sun some dead and gone being who, unwilling to give up human activities, has appeared to find in the Ouija board a material means of expression. All right, that, that's probably good enough for that. <laughs> there it is. Uh, that's, the, uh, that's the weirdness. I don't know. You guys tell me. You guys tell me. What is with this? And uh, do you believe that uh, people are reaching from the ether to write books and make money, I guess? I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think? I have played with a Ouija board, and if you're writing a book with a Ouija board, you've got some serious time on your hands. <laughs> That's a massive carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I will not use that Ouija board here. It's an antique one that was here. I'm not touching it. I got it hidden away. The ones that we used to... My dad even brought the one that was my grandma's from back when they first came out and brought it to me, and I buried it underneath a giant pile of books. It's like, yeah, we're not playing with that thing in here. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, I don't play with them, but if they start writing the books, uh, it's, it's going in the garbage can. Sorry. It's just <laughs> going in the garbage can. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> as we wrap it up, here you go, little, little Luna on the uh, holiday holiday. All Hallows Eve, a little Luna Tuna for some, uh, there you go, uh, some webcam action. She's not really coming through, but uh, there you go. We got a request for the puppy. There's the puppy, and all right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, final thoughts, gentlemen. Let's, uh, let's start with uh, James, do the outro with Jay, and let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. You're all the best. Uh, appreciate it so much. All, all of the energy and input you guys put into this show, it does mean a lot. It does mean a lot. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. But uh, let's start with James. What's up, buddy? Yeah, this has been a great night. I can't think of any other way I'd rather spend it than um, being with people, even if it's online. It's been a lot of fun, uh, a lot of great, I mean, all great calls, as always, and and um, very interesting stuff. And uh, 
thank you, Mike, for having me here and for coming on to my show. And and um, yeah, just be safe out there, everyone. And and uh, looking forward to talking with you all more, um, both in the shows and outside of the shows. Um, you know where to find me. As as Mike said, the link below, which I really appreciate. So. Thank you all. Link is so much. right there. SalcedoParanormal.podbean.com. Thanks, James. Appreciate you for uh, coming on and spending all this all your time with us as well. You're a, you're an amazing dude. Uh, Jay, let's uh, let's wrap it. Let's wrap. Yeah, it. great job, James, and getting you know making it a year, man. Happy birthday! Yeah, exactly. Thank you. This is uh, you know both of you guys have got a lot of kudos coming to you, and everybody's been doing it all night. And I thought of something. My was listening to everybody creature praises because you guys really are doing hard work and it shows if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life there you go though you still work a little bit it just feels a little bit less like work how about let's say <laughs> there's still work involved <laughs> i'm trying to get back to it mike actually i really am you know i mean i was disappointed in what i was doing for a long time because i wasn't doing nice stuff i was doing commercial things and stuff now that I'm getting back into it, it's just like, I'm really actually doing what I love to do again. And, you know, I like it. I really do. You know? That's good. That's good, man. That's what it's all about. It's, uh, it is soul crushing when you're doing stuff you hate 100%. There's no doubt about that. Um, shout out to uh, Tam Bam over there on uh, on Rockfin, Liam Martin. What's up, guys? Thanks for uh, staying up late into the night. Uh, Ronald, the invisible puppy. That was the request over there. Uh, good night to Robert. Uh, thanks, everybody, again, for for being part of this. It, uh, like I said, makes it special. Uh, there's so many more people getting, getting involved in this and uh, telling stories and just coming together, right? It, it's... Um, uh, again, less a talk show, more a social club, and that's really what this is about. So thank you again. I can't thank everybody enough. And uh, let's roll it. Let's wrap it. What you got, Jay? You tell me you got a quote, do you? Um, I do. I just I, I, One of the things that I really would, let's um, think about Daryl on a positive energy if we can, just because we haven't heard from her in a little while. Yeah, last we heard, Daryl was in the hospital. She was talking to us on Discord from the hospital. Uh, it seemed like at the time uh, everything seemed okay, but we haven't heard from her for a couple days. So, yes, positive thoughts, frequencies, vibrations. Uh, send those to, to our good friend Daryl. We haven't heard from her. Thank you for bringing that up. It's, a, it's an important thing. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Our friends. We're all friends. Let's remember our friends. Um, when the quote is ready, I'm, I got it. You're up, buddy. Go right ahead. When we no longer know what to do, we come to our real work. When we no longer know which way to go, we come to our real journey. And that's Wendell Berry. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Always always picking good ones, Jay. Fantastic stuff. Anything else? Let's have a good night and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Have a good night. Stay safe out there. Happy Halloween. Uh, yep. Thank you. Once again, yeah, take care of yourself so you can take care of others, right? Uh, positive, looking forward. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And uh, let's, uh, let's be grateful for today and hopeful for tomorrow. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thanks for all the amazing calls, amazing stories, all the great chat. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sharing the show and uh, being, uh, yeah, all, all the kind words. You guys have been really, really kind to us tonight. 
and uh, I appreciate that very much. So uh, again, so let's send some uh, prayers, frequencies, vibrations, whatever you believe, to Daryl, our good friend. Uh, she's in the hospital last we checked, so hopefully we hear from her soon and we find her healing, uh, healing well and quickly. And uh, let's do it. Let's get the hell out of here. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, James. Fantastic stuff as always. We're out. I'm not sure how to end this without my new thing, this new setup, but I guess we just do this maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I had a hell of a time tonight. And uh, thanks again to James for having me on the show. And let's get, let's scooch. Have a great night, fellas. Time to howl, Jay. Howl. There we go. A special, extra special Halloween howl. There you go. The thumbs up and an angry emoji for the show algorithms, guys. Don't forget the angry emojis, please. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys know the drill. We're, uh, we're going to be uh, probably in the Discord for a little bit. So if you want to come hang out, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, come say hi. Come meet some of these fine folks you hear call in all the time. I promise you they're fine folks and they don't actually bite. And if they do, they're going to get banned faster than you can say WTF. So there you go. Come meet amazing people. And we're out. Have a great night, guys. Oh. Ow. <laughs> Thanks for teaching me to put your head up, Mike. I, I, that that makes the howl so much better. You got to like look up at the sky. Hell yeah! We're howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. All right, guys, have a great night. We'll catch you tomorrow. More troubled minds at three p.m. on the Twitch and also seven p.m. on the radio standard schedule. Catch you guys tomorrow. Have a fantastic. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.